All right, hello. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are finally back to playing Blade Runner tonight. Uh, we've been off for over a month from this game for various reasons, uh, but we are finally back. Uh, we left on a cliffhanger. Uh, did not intend for it to be such a long cliffhanger, <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> we did end on a little bit of a cliffhanger with Arlie and Lawton in a bit of trouble uh, as we were about to explore combat rules for the first time. So a month later, I read them, forgot them, uh, and uh, tried to cram and learn them again today. So we're going to walk through that uh, as we start. Uh, but yeah, we are back to we're back to Blade Runner, uh, and uh, we've got some folks who have who have dressed up. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. We've been dabbling in that a little bit here and there. It's been a lot of fun, actually. So I don't know. Still haven't figured out what I would wear on on Blade Runner. Like I was like I was gonna try to wear like like the the Sipowitz like short sleeve shirt clip on tie <laughs> as tie. like <laughs> as like your deputy chief or something. But yeah, I don't know. I don't have any clip on ties. Uh, okay. Why don't we, why don't we dive in? Because we've got a lot to do and, uh, yeah. So why don't we just, just, just reintroduce our characters and then, uh, I'll go through a summary. I have a fairly lengthy one to get everyone up to speed since it's been so long and then we'll start. Uh, so Derek, tell us what you remember about your own character, Everett Maxwell. Yes. So Everett is 37. He's been a Blade Runner, I believe, for six or seven years. Um, he's a pretty social guy, likes to schmooze with people, likes to go hang out at the bar, have a drink, chat with people, get to know them, uh, find any secrets uh, that he could potentially uh, use to his advantage later. Um, and he enjoys chain smoking. And right now he's wrapped up in a case that's got a lot of fire in it. So he's brought extra packs with him to smoke. Very nice. I noticed as I was re-listening to the last episode that you are playing Everett as a very old man. You keep calling him an old timer, an old man. And yet he's like 35, 36, 37, something like that. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. Derek, um, that's not old, man. That's not old. You're coming up on those numbers <laughs> a couple years. He's got Methuselah syndrome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't know how good healthcare is in this day and age. So I imagine all the pollution, it makes him sound raspy and gravelly, right? I'm going to guess it's not better than what we have now. So <laughs> probably not too good. Nothing else is better than it is now. So, uh, yeah, it's probably trouble. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got Ashley playing Faye Harcrow. What can you tell us about, uh, about Faye, Ashley? So Faye is supposedly supposed to be like our muscle of the group. Um, in theory. She hasn't done anything like that yet because I keep picking, you know, interesting situations where we're not fighting anybody. Uh, but she's been on the force for three years. Um, she's got a condo in little Tokyo that she adores. Um, and her old friend has been missing. Um, Warwick Foxwell. Um, she learned recently that he got one of those tattoos, the wake up tattoos. Um, so she's been trying to look into that a little bit more and she's had some, a lot of like memory flashbacks and remembering um, this like tragic event that she had when she was younger, where she witnessed a, a Blade Runner, he saved her and then he died. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the work stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh that was the cliffhanger from the previous episode, too, I think. And we never actually yep. went into it any further. We kind of got caught doing other things. But to be fair, to be fair, 
uh, we uh, we haven't had any actual combat yet. We had that one little moment in the bar, which I think both you and Everett were there for. So that's the only time yeah. we ever got anywhere close to. Fisticuffs. I was ready to throw down, and then Everett had his gun, and he's. <laughs> yeah, I am not strong. Hey, man, you defused the situation the only way you knew how. Uh, and if I recall, there's like 20 questions that you basically ask for like XP and stuff. I think that might have actually hurt you on one of them because you pulled a gun on like, my promotion yeah. point. Something like that. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Uh, all right. Next up, we've got uh, we've got we got Stone, Lawton Stone, uh, Mr. Lawton, Mr. Stone. Mr. Lawton, Mr. Stone. Yep. Uh, I am the analyst of the group, the CSI guy. Uh, I take all the samples. I take them back to the lab, uh, analyze them, ask Jeff what specific radioactive isotope we're dealing with. Uh, it's got to be precise because uh, this is high tech and uh, there's no room for error. Uh, I might be a bit abrasive as well. Uh, also, Lawton Stone might be a bit abrasive as well. Uh, yeah. And right now I'm partnered with Arlie and we get along great. Yeah, I was listening. I was telling them I was listening back to the episode and the bickering between the two of them, like the two characters. It all goes back to a death in space game last year that we played where Stephen tried to kill Melissa's character by closing a door on her while they were being chased by a giant <laughs> spider monster. And I didn't really try to kill her character. I tried to save my character. That's true. How did that work out for that character, by the way? Uh, I died twice in that game and <laughs> Melissa survived. <laughs> 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 all right melissa your turn tell us a little bit about arlie uh yeah so arlie is an inspector um and even more importantly than that she is the uh, only replicant uh among this group um known replicant there is sort of the secret replicant option in character creation so there could always be that secret coming out um yes uh, my <laughs> we were talking ahead of time about the bickering and um I, of course, uh, did not uh, accurately recollect the amount of shit, apparently, that Arlie was giving uh, Mr. Law and Mr. Stone. So, uh, uh, You intentionally drove poorly and landed abruptly with like a five-point turn concept <laughs> that totally caused Lawton to that. grab onto like the emergency handle as you were going down. So, yeah, it was it was fun. So the, the whole uh, after that uh, discussion about which way in uh, makes much more sense in that context of me. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Uh, but yeah, sure. that's what makes it fun. And then finally, we've got Koji, Koji Sunru. Long, tell us about our fixer. Yes, I'm Koji Sunru. It is mid-30s. Been on the force for 11 years. Quite the veteran now. Fixing all sorts of jobs. Cutting loose ends. Fixing leaks. All that sort of stuff. And they say you should dress for the job you want tomorrow, but I dress for the whatever I want today because I've got a walk-in closet. So I'm pretty much dappered up, gold belt buckles, pierced earrings, very nice vests, pretty clean attire. Very attractive man. Uh, we, we did get to see your apartment, including the walk-in walk -in closet and your, your little sand garden as well. So... Okay. Uh, also, you're the only one who's been, you've been going on solo missions every time. Uh, every time I say these rookies, I know, right? Like I ain't got time for these kids. Uh, and you're just going off and you're getting stuff done. You're getting, I mean, everyone's getting stuff done, but you are doing it on your own. All right. So the, the, the overarching, overarching, you know, sort of situation case that you've been worked on, you're working on is a, a arson case. It started as an arson case, at least at the chemplast warehouse in the LA warehouse district. 
you uh, is Kemblas's subsidiary as well as Corp. And that is kind of possibly the reason why you were getting a lot of pressure, why this ad hoc task force was being put together. And through some investigation, it turned out that it was not just arson, but somebody was actually murdered on scene, specifically a guy named Monty Croyle, who's an ex-LAPD officer, kind of a higher up guy. He retired into private security for Kemplast and Wallace Corp. And you had discovered, Koji specifically had discovered, discovered some video feeds that showed him being chained up before this explosion went off in the warehouse. And so that's kind of what you've, you've been investigating for, uh, for the past about 24 hours at this point. Uh, now, last session, you guys, you guys you, we actually did our downtime for the first time. Uh, so you, did, you pulled an all-nighter kind of investigating Kempalas Warehouse and doing following up some other leads here and there. But we did a little little downtime. We, we saw Everett go to the plush armchair uh, where he uh, he drank some mescal, smoked some cigarettes, got hit on by a young lady who seemed to be trying to get some information out of him uh, about, the, uh, uh, about the LAPD. But Everett was actually pretty deft at not necessarily revealing anything too much. We followed Koji home where we saw his ample walk-in closet, his uh, dingy, he's got a, a relatively dingy apartment, but like the the walk-in apartment was, uh, the walk-in uh, closet was, am- was ample and brilliant. Plus you had a sand garden. Uh, you, uh, you also got a visit by your immediate supervisor, uh, Finn, uh, who was not, uh, Finn Brand, I think I put the last name as, who was not particularly happy with the fact that you were assigned to this task force as that wasn't cleared with them and they wanted you to go do a favor for them. Uh, because they were having an issue with one of, I think it was like their son or nephew. Uh, they wanted to have a, a, a story killed at uh, at the magazine Kill, like a, a tabloid magazine. You went over there, you spoke with James Lipton. He gave you two choices. He said either, either you give him some handies in the alleyway or you give him some info about a different case. You gave him some info about a different case and thus you satisfied the uh, the issue with your your immediate supervisor. Uh, Faye, as, as Ash has already mentioned, she received some fairly stunning news that her friend Warwick got this, this tattoo that you've seen pop up on what you think is the suspect for this warehouse killing, but it also showed up on a kind of some graffiti at the site as well. There's something about it that seems to be popping up here and there. You went and you had some, some downtime at a, at a kind of a kickboxing club. That's where you had that little moment of deja vu where you thought you saw somebody, but you you really didn't. And you kind of talked yourself out of actually having seen anyone. Uh, Lawton, you actually had a fairly quiet night. You got some noodles. You went home, put on a Humphrey Bogart flick, fell asleep, woke up, ate the rest of those cold, nasty noodles. And that was your night. Fairly uneventful. Arlie, you uh, you went to a hobby art venue, I think uh, near Hysteria Hall. You were trying to do some painting, which is one of your hobbies. But you had a kind of an out-of-body experience or your memory lapsed because three hours went by and you did not paint what you were supposed to paint, which was this landscape filled with ducks and, and geese and swans, I think. Instead, you painted that wake-up graffiti symbol. Uh, and you also heard from the instructor that a man was trying to talk to you, but you have no memory of it. And it was three hours that just sort of disappeared. So after uh, after that downtime, you guys got back to investigating. Uh, so it was so basically we're still sort of at the tail end of this shift, the evening shift, let's call it. Koji, you actually staked out the apartment of Ty Walter, who is who is the suspect. Uh, he's the guy you think did this. Uh, locals kind of pointed you to the specific uh, the specific apartment. Talked about two visitors that Ty Walter had. 
One of them being a fairly short guy who smelled really bad, might've been a trash worker. And another was a young woman who argued with Ty Walter and they were arguing about her not being able to get something that Ty wanted. Inside the apartment, you uh, you found this old kind of psycho wall hidden behind a Murphy bed that had all sorts of surveillance photos and printouts about Monty Croyle and even about another cop by the name of Hoyt Zemke. You also were able to hack into a terminal uh, that was inside the home and you noticed that there was some footage from a spy cam that you had discovered in Monty Croyle's apartment. And after Monty Croyle received a message, I'm going to get you, I know what you did. He started sending these like rage filled messages towards a few other people, people that you actually were able to recognize. One of them was Hoyt Zemke. One of them was a reporter from Kill by the name of Ronald Zephyr. And another was a woman by the name of Lena Kova, ex-LAPD chief and current UN liaison for the LAPD. And the message said, which one of you opened your fucking mouth? All you had to do is stay quiet. How hard is that? And don't come crying to me about a conscience. You know where that got May, okay? Faye and Everett, you went over to Happy Jack's Casino. Everett, you saw some shady dealings going on outside in the alley. Uh, people were kind of leaving with these gear bags. You went inside. You didn't identify yourselves as cops right away. Actually, I don't think you did it at all. You learned from a woman, this machinist, who I'll give you the name, was Sophia. She probably had a name tag on. Uh, said Monty was a real piece of shit. Used to harass her and Ty beat the shit out of him. Uh, but when you talked to Isaac Allers, who was like the, the pit boss and an old friend of Monty's, even though Monty had debts with him, it didn't seem like that was a big issue. That wasn't like kind of a pressing concern. Uh, after a few questions with him, he kind of wandered off and he seemed a little annoyed that some random people were asking him questions. Uh, Lawton and Arlie, you followed on those radiation signatures from the crime scene. It took you to the Kipple and specifically were you able to find this, uh, this abandoned factory that was kind of surrounded by these heaps of trash. You landed in the area, you kind of combed, sort of did, did a search. You found some tunnels, Arlie uh, and Lawton. You found what looked like a landing site for a trash barge. Uh, that had uh, that had probably recently parked there at some point. A bunch of bickering, obviously, as we talked about, but eventually you went inside the factory uh, and you discovered that someone else was nearby. You heard all these different sounds of movements and all that kind of stuff. You even got blocked in. Someone screwed around with the door after you came inside. You started following some of the sounds up onto the catwalk over top of this grimy factory floor. And that's when you discovered like one of the tunnels had broken into this big crack in the side of the wall of the factory. And as you were kind of Messing around with like this weird kind of sludge that was in that tunnel, three faces popped up one after the other, each wearing some sort of uh, some sort of gas mask. One of them tackled Arlie to the ground, sent her flashlight flying. The other two kind of forced Lawton to stumble as he was doing his evidence kit. And that's where we ended, basically. Very lengthy uh, summary, but it's good to get our minds right with it. So we're going to pick up. I mean, honestly, we're just going to pick up camera imagine we're opening up camera opens panning over the kipple waste we see this dreary lifeless wasteland undulating trash heaps residue of abandoned industry kind of peeking up here and there rains pouring down fog has settled we see the husk of this abandoned factory we see the walls kind of ruined and decrepit the roof is kind of broken in places and you can see that these raindrops are falling through we follow one of them down and we see puddles beginning to form around all this sort of broken or, you know, picked apart machinery and tools. The only light inside is coming from this spinning flashlight uh, on the second floor of this rusty wired uh, kind of wire 
wire mesh catwalk. Just out of arm's reach of Arlie, who is currently wrestling with this figure. Uh, it looks like a male figure with a gas mask on. Catwalk, the catwalk is wobbling, starting to pull away slightly from the, from the wall as the bolts are kind of loosening. A few steps away from Arlie, we see Lawton. He's sort of stumbling over his evidence kit as two figures are kind of charging out at him as well. One of them's carrying this little dim electric lantern and a knife in their hand. The other has this big old heavy rusty pipe. And you can hear the creaking of the grate from as the extra weight steps on. So we are going to dive into combat for the first time ever. You guys ready? No. Let's do all it. Right. So let me, let's go ahead and add you all in. Well, the, those of you that are going to participate in this, I should say. Don't worry, uh, everyone else. We'll be quick. We will. <laughs> so we're going to go over this. We're going to kind of do this in a sort of methodical way. Make sure we all kind of get this. So just like other, just like other free league games, we've got that. You know, it's usually the uh, the one to ten disc, or excuse me, deck, and that kind of determines who goes first. The way it works in Foundry is slightly different. Uh, so right now, uh, let's see. Uh, looks like Arlie, you're going first. Uh, Lawton, you're going second, and then the scavengers are going to go. Uh, as we're going to go lowest to highest. Uh, okay, so got the wrong stuff up here. All right, so a couple things is before you kind of get started. There's different ranges, just like other free league games. Uh, we don't have to go into all of them. I'll say right now, Arlie, you are engaged uh, with one of these figures. Uh, I would say, Lawton, you are a short distance away. You're in the same zone, but you're not engaged with anyone. Uh, and the two figures that are coming out of this uh, this tunnel are also kind of in short distance. So everyone's kind of in short distance with one another. But Arlie, you have one engaged. Arlie, you're prone uh, as you were kind of tackled to the ground. Uh, so those are things to consider. Uh, I would also say that this is a dark area. Uh, so the zone the zones have different features. So it's dark, which means that if you're trying to do a ranged attack outside of short uh, it's at disadvantage. And I would also say it's fairly precarious up here. So if you try to do any kind of extensive movement other than just sort of slight movement, I'm going to ask for a mobility test to make sure you don't fall from the sort of the, the catwalk. Uh, so Arlie, you're going to go first, just like any other game, you get an action and a, and a move, uh, and you can kind of do what you like. You're on the ground. I will say you're not being grappled. You just kind of got knocked to the ground. At the start of a, at the start of your turn in Blade Runner, if you're prone as a free action, you can stand up. Oh, thank goodness! So it's not like my whole <laughs> action to stand up. And that was the question I was going to ask. So I'm not grappled. So that yeah, you're not grappled. It, they just came out and kind of shoulders you to the ground, and you fell. The 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 flashlight's on the ground, kind of spinning, so it's kind of dark in here. Uh, but you uh, you do you can just stand up. And the reason you don't want to be prone is because prone gives you disadvantage to attack disadvantage. people who are standing and they get advantage on you if they're attacking you while you're prone. Okay. Um, I would like to try to grapple this person. Okay. So you want to grapple. So the person who kind of knocks you down uh, is not too far from you. Uh, I would say you guys are, in, yeah, you guys are engaged, so we can do that. Uh, so this okay. is going to be hand-to-hand. -hand. It's going to be contested. Um, so hand-to-hand -hand combat and the... Uh, then whoever has the most successes basically uh, basically wins. So you would need to out outdo them. Uh, and if they're holding any weapon, they would drop it as well and wouldn't be able to move. 
so go ahead and roll a hand-to-hand -hand combat test. What does it mean that ranged attacks can't pass through a dark zone? Is that like the darkness protects you, bullets deflect off it? It's more of like you can't see through a dark zone, so like you can't shoot through a dark zone kind of thing. That's how I'm I'm reading it. Like you probably can, but you're not going to actually be able to target anything. Okay, so how'd you do? Uh, so I got two successes. All right, let me roll myself. So I... Assuming you stand, you stood up already. Okay, I only got one success. Yes. Yeah, you effectively grapple the person. Uh, the person, like again, they have that gas mask, but you also notice in their hand they have a knife, a fairly kind of lengthy-looking knife. And I'll say that because you grab them, the thing falls to the ground. You hear it clatter, uh, and so they are they are effectively grappled. Which means when their turn comes around, the only action they can do is try to break free. Uh, and so that's okay. essentially another opposed hand to hand. Okay. Uh, and right. The only thing you can do when your turn comes around again is do a grapple attack, which is basically an unarmed attack. Uh, but we'll get back okay. to that when the time comes. What I would like to try to do, and you know, we'll kind of figure out how this works just in the rules of the game, is I I want to kind of grapple, and you know, I'm looking to remove the mask. Like I'm trying to get a sense of who it is that's attacking us. Is kind of okay. what my goal would be for next round. All right, uh, Lawton, uh, you are up next, man. Uh, free action. I'd like to draw my blaster. Fair enough. And uh, with her standing, can I still see a target? You are, you can, I would say shooting, trying to shoot her or excuse me, shoot the one that she's grappling is, is going to be at dis, you know, a disadvantage, but the other two are coming. What out if of I'm not tunnel. worried about hitting her? Then I'm just you're totally fine <laughs> to roll that. I didn't say if you were. No, we get uh, the other ones though, like, yes, yeah, is can, she blocking line of sight to them? They're not blocked. No. So, so you guys are okay. kind of at a corner and she stumbled to like the top you know, the, the top part and you stumble to the sort of the side part. So uh, right. I would say everything's fine, but you can shoot. Right I'm going to pop off a few off. slugs at uh, one of them then. You have the default weapon, I believe, correct? Yes. There are three different fire modes for that. Do you, uh, which one are you firing in? Uh, so there's caseless, there's sonic. <laughs> sonic is the non-lethal and then there's rifle. Rifle is kind of like for sniping, like for long distance shots. And then caseless is the like the default. But then there's also sonic rounds, which are there just to cause crushing damage as opposed to piercing damage. And uh, I think I'd do the piercing damage. I, I'm okay. feeling at risk here. Okay, so yeah, just roll your... Then roll the 44 caseless is probably what you'd do. Yeah. Uh, and that is one success. One success is all you need. There is no... There's nothing I can do to avoid it. You just fire and you shoot uh so it's going to do your default damage which i think is two two yes all right so let me check their health all right that uh is not enough to you know kill them or anything but as you fire like you're stumbling back you pull it and you get them more kind of maybe in like a hip or a non-lethal area and you see them sort of stumble and slash again you know kind of flop against the inside of this tunnel but they steady themselves they look down they see blood on their hands and you can see they've got this, this, this heavy club in their hand, this pipe, and they continue kind of moving in your direction. For my movement, could I just carefully move backwards? Like, it's yeah. precarious, so I don't want to just turn around and run. So right. however slow I'd be going. Right. If you're just, I would say if you're just sort of trying to put some distance between you and them, that's fine. I would say if you were trying to, like, run away, that's when I would probably roll for, like, mobility yeah. and everything. Just a couple steps to it's whatever. totally fine. Uh, okay, so then they're going to go. 
Um, so there's three of them. The first one is going to be, let's see. Uh, well, let's have the first one who's on Arlie try to break their grapple. Uh, so they're going to have to roll again. It's, it's another, so this is contested again. It's another contested. Uh, so I have to win it against you. Now the difference I would say, by the way, is when you're doing con contested stuff, one of the things we should point out is, um, the person who's, who's initiating it can push in this case, I wouldn't push cause it's an NPC, but like the, the initiator, the attacker can push, but the defender can't. So if we were doing like a combat attack or something like that. Okay. So like I could have pushed earlier and now you Yeah, can and push. you can and you can wait to push until after you hear what the defender rolled. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll. All right. Uh I have two successes. I have one success. Okay. Uh so uh, in this particular case, he's going to go ahead and just just sort of break free. He's going to smash you against the railing. You can feel suddenly like part of the railing just dip and fall, and you hear a squeak as the handrail just falls down. You manage to steady yourself ever so slightly, and they're going to take a, a kind of a couple steps away from you and try to pick up their uh, their knife off the ground, and that'll be that one's turn. So they are they have broken free. Uh, the next one... The next one coming through uh, has a knife and has a lantern in their hand. Uh, but when they come through, they're just going to drop the, just basically drop the lantern on the ground, go charging at Arlie. And with the hand rail now ripped apart, it's just going to try to tackle her off the railing down to the factory floor. Uh, so this is going to be, and this can be a, basically I'm doing a melee attack, but I'm, 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 instead of going for specific damage, I'm declaring a specific effect I want instead, which is essentially okay. just kind of pushing you. So they're just okay. going to try to push you into short range. Uh, so roll hand to hand and I will do the same. Uh, that is one success. Okay. Uh, I had two successes. Uh, do oh, you, uh, do you actually, since you are the defender, I don't think you can push. So you right. are knocked over, uh, and oh, you're going, so you get pushed off the railing at this point and you go falling down and you slam, uh, and if you recall, there were like different pools and there were, uh, various machinery down there. Uh, I would say as you land, you're going to take two points of damage as you smash down onto the ground. Uh, so go ahead and take two points and you're prone and you're on the ground. And then the last one that is up here uh, is the one that got shot uh, is going to move in the direction of Lawton since it's the only that's uh, going to be the only target and is going to attempt to swing with this pipe at Lawton. So Lawton you can roll hand to hand it's it's contested. I'm so good at those. Uh, I rolled a two and a one. Uh, so pushing would mean there's a one. I don't think I'm going to do that. I lose. Yeah, and I think that a fender can't push. You can check that if someone wants to because it does. Seem oh, yeah, you did say that. My bad. I got one success. And so they're going to hit you with their club, which does two points of bludgeoning damage. Or blunt damage, I think they call it. Okay. Uh, Ow. 
Melissa, to ask, answer know, your question. Right? This is not too well. For health and resolve, uh, remember that there are, like, at the end of a downtime sh- session, humans, and we did this, I heard it, uh, humans get one each back, so a health and a resolve, and then uh, replicants get two and two health and one back. And we did do that. So you should be good with your numbers. Okay. Top of the round. Uh, Arlie, you're up again. You're on the ground now. Uh, it's about, it was about a 10 to 12 foot fall. Uh, you've landed, you're, you're alive, but you can see that Lawton now is the only one left up there with three of these figures that one of them, one of them is standing at the edge, looking down at you as they just pushed you down. Uh, the other one, uh, there's one that's literally on top of Lawton right now, hitting him with a pipe. And then the one that you had initially grappled is sort of trying to find their knife. What would you like to do, Arlie? So the only weapons that we have seen them have are knives. And pipes. Knives and pipes. Okay, Jeff, I can't hear you right now. Um, oh, sorry. Knives and pipes. They uh, they haven't fired any guns or anything. You haven't even seen any guns. I. I heard Lawton's gun. <laughs> You're about to hear it again. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so that's what um, I feel like Arlie is, would probably try to match. Um, uh, kind of lethality with lethality. Um, so is there something, and I'm sorry, you, I was trying to write down my health and resolve. Um, is there something that I have near me that I can pick up and chuck toward the person that just threw me off? Absolutely. There's plenty of debris all over the place, like chunks of metal, old tools. You can grab something and throw it for sure. Okay. I would like to hopefully find a, you know, if you can dodge a wrench. <laughs> okay, sure. Wrench I can't. for dodging. I can't remember if there's, I don't think there's a separate throw. I think it's all still just ranged combat. So I think you're just making a ranged combat test. So is that a agility? Sorry. Um, yes, I was doing just, strength in hand to hand earlier. Yeah. It's, it, well, if you just roll from your sheet on Foundry, just roll a ranged combat. It's under, so, or firearms, I should say. Sorry. Okay. That's right. I was like, what am I missing? Yeah, I think I think throne is still governed by by that. Um Okay. Two successes and I also rolled a unicorn. Right. Uh so good news. Uh the well the unicorn's not gonna matter unless you push, but the good news is that you're going to crit as you have two successes. Uh, and so this case is we're just gonna call this kind of a, a blunt. So with crits. What basically happens if you roll two or more successes than your opponent. So in the case of a ranged attack, it's just rolling two successes. You get a crit injury, basically, and your damage is increased by one. I would have just made this a one point of damage, so we'll make it two now. Uh, and then you get to roll the crit die of the weapon used in the attack, uh, and then you look, kind of look it up on the table. So uh, I would say for this, you just picked up some random piece of debris. We'll make it like a D8. Uh, so go ahead and roll okay. a D8. Okay, so I basically, I just, you know, frantically look around. I, you know, kind of pick up this big wrench and I just kind of take it. I'm just like, ah, and I just, you know, kind of hurl it at them kind of center mass. And I rolled a four on my You hit them, you don't get them center mass, but you get them right in the eye. It smashes (laughs) into their eye and you see their eye just sort of suffers uh, a very... And they they have a mask on, right? 
Yeah. They were so we'll say those at, gas masks over their face. We'll say like as you as you kind of as you look back up somewhere in the process of like you and it kind of you and this person sort of again them charging you and knocking you out their gas matches become sort of dislodged and you smash them in the open like in the, the sort of the revealed portion of the face uh, and you get them right in the eye. Uh, so gouged eye. Let me drop this on them so I know what it is. That's even better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to just like crack their mask. Okay, so gouged eye. Trying to look at what this does. So it's disadvantage to firearms and observation tests, basically. Uh, so if they throw that anything, makes sense. it'll be an issue. Okay. Uh, and plus you did two damage to them. So now they're, so that one has two damage done to it. So there's two of them now that have two damage done to them. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want to move it or anything? Um, I would like to try to move myself back up towards the level that I was at kind of okay. whatever that means if I need to kind of run somewhere so that I can kind of get back up. Yeah. So there were staircases on the east side and the west side. So it's probably going to take you one movement to get to the staircase and then another movement to get up to the top. So you can get all the way over the staircase with this move. No problem. Yeah. And I'm, and I, I would imagine I might have lost line of sight on uh, Lawton. And so I might kind of, as I'm running, just kind of, kind of do a yell like, you okay? You're about to hear. <laughs> and it is Lawton Stone's turn. You are engaged now with one of them. Uh, so if you're planning to shoot your gun, uh, I should say that, yes, you can use firearms in close combat. But it's the minimum. Right? Yeah, only if the minimum range is higher than engaged. So My just minimum range is short, yes. Okay, so this will be a disadvantage. You can potentially Could I use to... my movement to put some distance first? Yeah, I think there are free attack. Like, uh, I think there are attacks though of opportunity and we'll double check that i think there's like a free attack yeah at engaged happen. range yeah so right now they're engaged so if you you'll try to, to move uh, away you'll have to roll mobility when making the move and then failure failure to attack yeah. okay so roll, roll mobility uh, if you want to try let to me away. check my mobility before i decide i'm doing <laughs> that uh yeah okay uh rolling mobility so basically I'm going to attempt like he hit me with the pipe and I'm just going to try and use that force to just roll away. Sounds great. It. Absolutely. Uh, that is, is it contested? Uh, no, I think, no, I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, I got one success yeah. then, so I won't push. Okay. So you do manage to put some distance. You're probably backing up towards the staircase where Arlie's coming up. You're probably at the top of the staircase. Now Arlie's probably at the base of that, that staircase. Everything's, kind of uh kind of wobbling a bit here and there uh but you already rolled the mobility test so i'm not gonna make you roll a second uh but yeah you are you've put your some distance between you and them uh you can take your shot now yeah ah uh, shit that's a one um how bad are ones again if ones, i still want to push ones depending upon what it is it's either going to be a loss of health or a loss of uh, a loss of resolve in this case it would be health because it's a physical stat i believe i'm gonna push anyways because uh, i want to get a success here okay all right that's a 10 so that's two successes right that's gonna so be that's a crit, a crit again so yeah. what we'll say is as you're walking past the maybe in the fiction the the, the 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 catwalk does kind of come loose and you stumble a bit and in doing so bang your head maybe on the on on the wall or something as it's kind of stumbling but you do any you know blood kind of coming down from the forehead but you turn around you take a shot and it just so i have better aim that, when concussed 
Yeah, and it, and there's enough light over there from the their electric lantern and then that spinning flashlight that you can pull. So you also crit succeeded. Uh, I'll tell you that you did enough damage to to take them out, but why don't we roll the crit anyway? Because I do think you have a D12 on the... On it the is a D12, so I would like to roll it just for fun. Absolutely. Go uh, that's a 10. So a 10 is a pierced heart. So you shoot them right in the heart. Uh, and I think that's a lethal lethal one too. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah don't mess check. with me, Arlie. Instant death. <laughs> Instant Whoa. death. You just turn around, you fire, and you just see their chest explode and they just kind of fly backwards they kind of grab out desperately and then they fall over top of the railing and slam to the ground okay shot through the heart and stones to blame and if we did episode titles for, for later on, <laughs> we don't but if we did <laughs> yeah uh okay so i'm gonna roll a little check for them to see if these two are gonna want to stick around after that. And Arlie, you would, as you're coming up the stairs, you'd probably see this happening. And I would immediately be turning around looking for the next target, uh, just swinging the gun around. Possibly at you. Both of <laughs> right. them. You see both of them dart and run away. Like seeing this other, their, their compatriot just get shot in the chest and fall over. They run away. Uh, one of them took the, like, you know, the, the wrench to the eye. Uh, but they kind of they grab their knife and maybe even they grab Arlie's flashlight and they disappear down that tunnel. Uh, so comes back to you. What do you guys want to do? I think I my adrenaline would be so up that I I'd be pointing the gun down the stairway looking for uh, someone. I see Arlie pull the gun back and I just kind of back up to a wall and just kind of like slide down and just like try to start calming my breathing as like the shakes are setting in. Did, did you just effective shot, Mr. Lawton, Mr. Stone? In the mood for the shit. I start like trying to feel how bad the cut is that it, where I hit my head. I start peeling back my sleeve to see where the pipe hit my arm, see if my arm's broken or fractured. Your 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 wounds appear to be superficial. Should we give chase? I think we should call for backup. I, with shooting skills like that, that seems like an inefficient use of time. I'd rather not shoot another person today. Understood. We should investigate this person's identity. Feel free. I'm going to take a moment. Understood. All right. So while Lawn Stone is taking a moment, and I assume you do call, you know, you do radio to, you know, you get on your Kias and you let the rest of your team know. We'll cut over then to the, to Happy Jack's Casino where Everett and Faye in a completely different uh, world are in a, it's not, they're not being rained on or shot at or anything like that. Uh, you look around and just to kind of remind you, dinner rush kind of, it's this sort of throwback style. It doesn't look, there's nothing super fancy in here. There's a lot of slot machines. Uh, 
moments ago, this older kind of pit boss man, he kind of broke off your conversation with Everett. I'll say, Faye, you, you, you probably joined Everett at this point. Uh, both of you can see Ehlers is now kind of talking to some of his security guys. Some of the guys that you tried to, to talk to when you first came in, they patted you down. And every now and then you see they kind of look over in your direction, Everett. Uh, why don't both of you roll observation tests? Feel terrible at these. Are you? I have one success. Okay. I also got one. All right. So I will say then that Everett, you're something something else kind of catches your eyes. You notice that over by this uh, uh, this sort of nook in the wall where there's like a kind of a the payout area, you see someone come out of a of an employee only door. And like they walk up to Ehlers and you can see that they're carrying one of those gear bags that you saw out in the alley and Ehlers almost misses it because he's in conversation with this guy, conversation with the security guys and looking at you, but grabs him suddenly by the arm and just smacks him on the back of the head and like sh points back to the, you know, to the employee lounge kind of shouting at him a little bit. You can't, you're not close enough to hear. That's what you see. Faye, you notice that in addition to Ehlers and this security guy kind of talking to each other, they've also looks like they've communicated through something on the inside of their wrists, probably some kind of communication. And Faye, your, uh, your sort of uh, combat instincts are maybe kicking in as you start to see a few other security guards are starting to maneuver as if they're starting to close a net a little bit on both of you or maybe just Everett. You haven't actually done anything to draw attention to yourself. They're slowly all dressed in black, kind of nonchalantly trying to close in on you guys. We both have our drinks in hand still, right? I would imagine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we're at the bar okay. drinking. Yeah. So if we both know, or it was Faye who noticed that we were being closed in on, I was more uh, interested in the gear bag, right? Yeah. That's oh, what you, I'm, I just gave you both something since you both got yeah. a success. So, but you, you're both free to obviously tell each other what you saw. Yeah. Uh, so Faye just like knocks back her her drink and finishes it and just sets it kind of loudly on the counter and she starts to do a little bit of a stretch and she's like Everett we're either getting out right now or I'm about to have a fun time uh what if uh I mean we've been here drinking uh, we could uh play the uh drunken fools act and just get thrown out won't look very good but uh I we mean, we could leave. And if they try to stop us? I don't think they're going to stop us from leaving. But if they do, then I have a good time. We saw a bunch of gear bag goons filing in who knows what. I think I was obsessed with cocaine last time we talked about this situation. I don't remember what. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we could call in some beat cops. Nah, I don't want to make a scene in case we got to come back. Let's just try and leave and we'll see what happens. But we can play the drunken fool card, or I can at least, uh, since I was the one talking to the uh, pit boss who was not very happy about those gear bag goons being public with the bags. So now yeah. I'm really curious. You made him nervous about something. 
they, they're starting to close in on you even further. And you mm-hmm. see one, two, four, six security guys starting to close in. But I'll tell you this, Faye, you notice that they're not so much paying as much attention to you as they are really kind of staring Everett down and then they're kind of look away and then they'll stare at Everett and they're kind of communicating with one another. You're getting the feel that they're going after him. Yeah, so Faye's going to um, kind of like loop her arm with Everett and she loudly states, uh, you're coming home with me and um, she's going to just start to uh, boldly walk out the doors. Yeah, and okay. Everett will act very like, no, I want another round. Okay. Interesting. So the two of you start with your little little performance here, stepping towards the door. And there are still there are still bouncers at the door. Uh, yeah. And so as you get close, the two that are on the inside of the door step right in front of you. And you can say, and you can see one of them reaches out, puts a hand on Everett's shoulder, looks to you, Faye. I'm sorry, ma'am, we're going to have to retain your uh, husband here uh, for some questions. Mr. Ailes would like to talk to him. Who's Mr. Questions? Ma'am, we can, uh, you can wait and play the slots if you like, and we'll have your husband back to you in, well, mostly same condition that he's in now. Uh, I'm going to slug him. Oh, God. Okay. Oh boy. All right. Uh, so you're starting it off. So just go ahead and you can roll your attack and then we will we will go to combat here as well. Look at this. <laughs> Ashley's Everyone's like, I see know. your combat and I raise she, you combat. She, I knew she had. She woke up with violence in her heart today. She started her introduction with, I haven't got to punch anyone. <laughs> so Bay and Everett are doing every... Sorry, uh, to hand-to-hand combat. So... So it's hand. To, uh, so yeah, roll your hand to hand. It'll be it's contested. So just and then you can since you're the one who's no! doing the initiation. Oh boy! Uh, I'm gonna push it since I'm attacking. Okay. So uh, so Ashley's roll, by the way, was not very good. Uh, no. And I rolled a, a d12, a d10, a d10. What did you roll three? By the way, did you have? Do you have an ability that lets you roll with advantage? Yeah. So I have martial arts ability. I get advantage to all hand to hand combat rolls. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, all right, so okay, go ahead and push, but you will obviously be taking one point of pushing, and yeah. I got a crit success. That's not a crit unless or the two. you got two successes. I have to roll. Oh, sorry. I have to roll con, uh, contest. So it might be a, it might be a crit. Uh, we'll find out right now. If matrixes all right, dodges. I, I got the punch. one success. So you did succeed in hitting him, but it isn't a crit yes. success. So okay. uh, so what's your damage? Uh, what is hand-to-hand damage? Uh, might just be one. Let me see. Let's figure that out. Let's figure it out. Let's look that up. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I'm taking a look at this. Brass knuckles is like two points of damage. So I think one point of damage makes sense. So let's just say one point of damage unless someone can okay. quickly find something else. Otherwise, as you yeah, I'm not finding deck it. him right. across the, you, you just, you just punch him. He's like, he's kind of like giving you this grin, like this cocky grin, like we'll have your husband back to you and mostly the same working order. And you just yeah. out of nowhere, and you see a little tooth we'll of his just start him. flying out and he turns back and you can see he's really pissed now. They're all really pissed. Uh, let's begin. 
Uh, uh, there are. Can so my it does also action? say, uh, so it says you yep. you inflict damage equal to the base damage rating of the weapon plus one additional damage for each extra success rolled beyond the first. Right. She only had one success. Oh, okay. Because I because yeah. remember it's contested, so it's two. No, it's well. He he. Uh, I rolled yeah, one yeah, success yeah. in my return. So all all. What about the rating? I've got a B rating. Rating doesn't matter. That's just your dice size. Oh, okay. Got that it. should be for. Uh, I think that's for. Yeah, it's it's for that. And then when it comes to a weapons die, that's your crit die. So that tells you what die you roll on a on a critical effect table. Because the higher the crit, the higher you roll on the critical effect table, the worse the crit is. It could be instant death. So it's like some have like a D10, even though it's a D12 table, like you can't necessarily do anything that kind of. So you do one point of damage to him. No problem. Uh, uh, we and are, then with my movement, I want us to like, I yell to run. Uh, you can certainly yell to run. For him uh, and then uh, try and like push through to make room for him to run. Okay. Uh, I would say because they are specifically blocking the doors, it's probably going to be another check to push past him. So okay. since you've already done your one skill check for this turn, I uh, they're blocking the exits. So uh, if you want, we could take back, like because one of the things you can do with the tax is you can say you have a different effect in mind other than damage. Normally you would declare this before you roll, but in this case you could say you want to kind of knock him out of the way instead of doing damage to him. And in that case, then you could potentially move through. So Okay, you want, yeah. You want to do that I would, instead? I would prefer to do that, yeah, to get Everett out of here. Okay, so you punch and shove him out of the way, which opens up one section of these doors for you and Everett to potentially move through. Let's see how the, uh, oops, let's see how the, uh, what's it called? Uh, this how this works out for you all. Unfortunately, you have the exact opposite luck in terms of oh, your no. initiative as Lawton and Arley as you are going last in this. Faye, do you That's run fair. first or do you wait with Everett? Um... So they want Everett, so she's she'll stay with Everett. Yeah. I am going to say that four of these are not actually next to you guys. Only two of them are immediately next to you in short range. The other four are closing in at this point now that you've that you've you've caused a physical problem. All four of them, the first four, are just going to close in on you guys. They can't do anything else. They don't have guns to shoot at you from a distance. They're not going to do that in the middle of a crowded casino either, but they're charging at you guys. And so on next she turn... Yeah, go ahead. He put his hand on her shoulder or on my shoulder, the, the bouncer? He put it oh. on yours, and he was saying hey, he wanted to take her husband, meaning you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've learned, actually, I'm like, so if, I, if we want to try this, Ashley, I could, I could mark us and take my badge out and say, everybody calm down. He was assaulting an officer because he touched me, you know? Uh, we could try and uh, see if that does anything. It could make it worse, though. Uh, okay. I would like you to run. Okay. Well, <laughs> these two, these two guards are going to actually get it. The ones that are on you, that are at the door, are going to get a chance to go before you guys get to go. Yeah, you, yeah. There's a whole lot of thugs on that initiative list before it gets to you two. And <laughs> both of them are going to do the same thing. Each one of them targeting a different one of you, and they're both going to try to effectively tackle you to the ground. Uh, so it's going to be okay. contested hand-to-hand. -hand. They're both trying to just tackle you guys to the ground. So in both cases, uh, just roll. Just roll. Well, I mean, you could just do whatever <laughs> it said. <laughs> that is right. true. Uh, so go ahead and roll hand-to-hand. -hand. So first one I roll will be for Everett. And the second one I roll is going to be for Faye. Okay. 
Uh, ever, how many successes did you get for hand to hand? Ah, yes, my D ranked hand to hand. I, <laughs> I, uh, I got zero successes. <laughs> you are tackled to the ground as I got one success. As Everett is just blindsided, knocked, knocked to the ground. Uh, I don't think I was supposed to have advantage for that one, but I got one. Uh, you also got the two, the, those two unicorns. If you're not supposed to have it, just go ahead and re-roll it, and we'll see how you do. Okay. Because it's only for when you're attacking, not for when you're defending. It's still doing it. Why? Why? When it maybe pops it's because my my mod for martial arts could be. Well, what is let's let's take a look at what your martial art mod says. You get advantage in all hand to hand combat rolls when fighting an arm. So I think it even counts here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we'll take that first wow. one. You got, a, you got a success on the first one. I only had one success. It's a tie. Tie happens. No one wins. So you're still standing. Here's he's still standing. Uh, and so, but Everett has now been knocked to the ground. Oh, we'll go no. back to. The, then we come to you guys. So uh, it's going to be. Faye, I gave you like a free first round because you started it, but it's back to you now. And then Everett, it'll be you after that as you're laying on the ground. So Faye, what are you doing? Um, so this guy uh, who I knocked down is back up standing basically in my face. Yeah, so they they someone came and tried to tackle you, failed to do so. They're a little out of position, so it's possible you can get past them at this point. But the problem now is that Everett has been tackled to the ground. Okay, got it. Um, is it possible for me to try and like grab Everett and just drag him with me? I would say since he's, since he's literally been tackled to the ground, I would, I would say you can probably pull the guy off of him. Uh, but I don't know if I, I don't think you can drag Everett, but you could try to pull the guy off of him if you like. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So go ahead and roll hand to hand, uh, and then he'll roll hand to hand. And I'll give you, I mean, you're going to already have advantage because he's effectively prone as he's tackled ever to the ground. Uh, so see that goes. Man, you're just rolling tons of ones tonight, Ashley. Yeah. Uh, two successes to your to my one. So yeah, you pull him free. Uh, and so you just kind of push him off of Everett. On He's still prone. You didn't pick him up. You just pushed him. So he's okay. still laying down. Uh, one guy's still standing up. There is space, but there's these four that are now chasing you guys. Uh, what do you want to do with your movement, Faye? Do you want to move? Um, do how many of them seem like focused on me? I mean, at this point, they're focused on both of you. You just threw a punch on a guy. Like it's, it's. Yeah. I, I don't think you could really figure that out at this point. They're just chasing after the two of you. Got it. Okay. Um. She's still going to hang out until I can get Everett standing and, and out of here. Everett does go next in the initiative, so just so you oh, know. Oh, then, then I'll start heading towards the car. Okay. You're going to make a mobility test okay. as you're you're technically kind of engaged with this one guy as you're trying to get away. As this is a, sort of the, the door. So mobility test. If you, if you succeed, you're away. If not, he's going to punch you in the back of the head. My mobility's trash. You can push that <laughs> if you like. <laughs> Sorry if you heard Elvis yelling. Yeah. Two successes. No problem. You're able to. Wow. to he's kind of he, he's trying to flail. Like they're not trying to like hit you as much as they're just trying to grab you and keep you from running. Uh, but in this particular case, you just very deftly, despite your size, you're actually quite tall, if I recall correctly. And you're able to sort of deftly move around. You're, you're kickboxing coming into play. 
We go to Everett. Everett, you're on the ground. You're prone. But at, like we said with Melissa, at the start of your turn, as a free action, you can stand mm-hmm. up. I'm curious. Um, in, the, in the scuffle that we've had so far, have we been able to like see any like weapons on their hips or anywhere with the yeah, movement? Yeah. It looks like they have something on their on their hips. Like you're not sure if it's like a nightstick or if it's like some sort of shock stick or something like that. You know, some sort of uh, uh, what, what, what's the word I'm thinking of that I can't think of. I know. Baton? No, no. The thing that you know, taser. Our, taser. Thank you. One of those. Two oh. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna try and hit this man with the oldest trick in the book. I'm gonna like as I'm getting up, I'm gonna make eye contact over his like right shoulder, left shoulder, whichever, and make him think that there's somebody behind him. And I'm going to say, grab his whatever's on his hip. And so I can see if he'll like look away. Uh, roll a manipulation test. <laughs> I have an A in this. This should work, okay. right? Okay. <laughs> Theoretically. Hey, two successes. And so he's hey. like, oh, what? And he turns around. And I'm going to say, if you want to move, I will waive the mobility test as that was that was clever. And you'll be able to not like if you're trying to run with Faye, you can take your run without having to roll the ability to get away. Oh, yeah. I have a D in mobility, so I'm taking the free move. <laughs> Very <laughs> clever. He gets away. Uh, so you two are running and I'll say you're able to get out onto the street. Uh, now, technically, there's chase rules in this game. We haven't really done chase. Uh, there are it's it's not a whole lot different than what we've sort of been doing and the fact that like there's sort of initiative and there's different like positions that we're in. I don't really want to get into the fully things because I'm assuming you're just running to your spinner. Is that correct? Yeah. And then we're going to okay. try and get out of there. Which isn't too far away. Uh, so as you guys, as you so we won't do like the full chase sequences, I don't think. But as you guys run out and you start running in the direction of your spinner, you turn around and you can see that they are very much following you. And not only that, as you're kind of trying to slide between the crowd that's out here, it's a it's evening time. It's nighttime. There's people trying to get in here and you're like pushing people out of the way. But they're also running into the trouble, except they're being less polite about it and just throwing people to the ground. You guys, I would imagine, are trying to be better. However, once they see that you guys are within about 15 steps of an LAPD spinner, you see they all kind of slow they say a few things into their into their uh, you know their, their own versions of Kia's, and they kind of stop, and they just kind of watch you guys as you go over to the spinner. Once they realize at this point that you are LAPD and yeah. they don't continue <laughs> chase. Okay. Uh, and I'll say at this point, as you guys get into the spinner, you hear the call from Lawton and from Arlie about what's going down in the Kipple. Okay. All right. With that, let's cut. Uh, and we'll go over to Koji, as long as been waiting patiently to play. Uh, All right, Koji, and, uh, now you got to find something to punch, because clearly this is what we're doing. We are learning combat rules today. We're learning combat <laughs> today. To fight. Oh. fight your sand tray or whatever you had. So to remind everyone of Koji, Koji, you are in a the rundown apartment of Ty Walters, the suspect that you have for this arson case and the murder of Monty Croyle. The Murphy bed, you pulled it down. You saw that wall of photos and other notes that's been hidden behind it. All this Monty Monty Croyle stuff and occasionally a Hoyt Zemke stuff as well. You hacked into the old terminal that sat near the bed. You collected a bunch of data, including some evidence that Monty Croyle was in contact with Lena Koba, that UN high, high high-level UN liaison. But you decided not to upload that info. You're you're keeping that info uh, from kind of going back to headquarters. Uh, You've looked around. 
you're on the third floor of this kind of grimy hotel. You didn't see anybody else living here. According to the locals, you, there's like a third story window where you, there's no fire escape, but you're pretty sure at some point there's, you know, he might've been climbing up it or going down it. You feel like you've, you've searched the whole apartment. Like there's, there's really nothing else in this apartment room. What would you want to do? I think I'll check out like the escape area sort of go in that direction. So if you open up the window, uh, you look down and you can see that there's, well, when you look down, there's no fire escape, but you do see as though there are, there have been some like kind of handholds or footholds, uh, like, like kind of carved in here and there, or like something was like kind of stabbed into the wall. So he was possibly using it just to kind of climb up and climb down as opposed to going through the front. Uh, no one's on the stair uh, on this this sort of makeshift ladder uh, going down, and you can see like a little bit further down the street, the same crew of locals that you spoke with earlier uh, are kind of still there too. Nothing seems to be shaking, but it does look like there's there's a sort of a makeshift ladder going down here. Yeah, while I was here, did I? I'd like to get some sort of idea of when the last time someone was here, if possible. Uh, I would say make it observation test. We'll say. Um, or if you prefer, uh, I can give you, you can do an, mm, no, observation makes the most sense. I was going to say insight, but that's more for people. So yeah, do an observation. Okay. Let's see. It's a D10 and a D6. Got an eight. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good enough. One. Yeah. So looking around, uh, you would find, I would say, maybe a carton of noodles or something that doesn't seem to have gone horribly bad just yet. Uh, Lawton might even be willing to eat this stuff, meaning someone might have been here within the last 24 hours. Hmm. Then I think I'll leave with the knowledge of I set them off and I think they got away sort of deal. Okay. So you go to leave, push the door back open and you feel whack as something hits you on the back of the head as you step out onto the balcony of this, this X hotel. Uh, so I'm going to say roll a hand to hand, but roll it at disadvantage. How does that work with disadvantage? So just click, uh, if you're using, are you using the in-game roller or are you using at home? No, I've been using uh, physical. Okay, so roll uh, roll in uh, your lowest dice, roll an extra one of those, and then take the lower of, of that. So okay. you're still only taking the two dice, it's just one of them is going to be lower than normal. Gotcha. Oh boy. Two, six, and a two. I think that comes out as two twos, which is a fail. You said a six, though. Oh, yeah, two twos because you have the disadvantage. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, I got three successes. Uh, and so this is going to be a critical hit on Koji uh, by Jesus. a unseen, uh, sort of an unseen person out in the hallway who was waiting for you. Now, if you recall, when you first arrived here, you opened up a door and you heard bells and the clattering of sounds. Yeah. And it was like some sort of makeshift alarm at the time. You didn't really see anything, but now 
I mean, maybe not. We'll see. This is going to be a critical hit. So in addition oh to taking, let me see, in addition to taking three points of damage, which is what you will take from that, we will also okay. roll on the critical injury table. So this is going to be crushing. And not only that, but because I rolled three successes to your zero, this is what's called a severe crit. So a severe crit with every additional success beyond the two that you need to create the, the critical success, you get to roll an extra die on the critical injury table. And then I get to make the choice over which one it is. I'm probably just dead oh here. My yeah? Goodness. No, no, no. There's vegetable before God. dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On the, on the bright side, I didn't roll any instant death. I did roll a concussion and I did roll a broken nose. Since he hit you in the back of the head, I think concussion is going to make more sense. So I'm going to drag that onto your, onto your sheet, which should show up in your combat oh. tab. Okay. So the three damage actually breaks me for health too. So you're oh, going no. to, so I'm going to say you are broken, knocked out, concussed and concussed. Okay. So you're out laying on the ground. Um, is so Melissa, do you have the critical injury stuff up? You become broken. Oh, no, oh, yeah, I was no. If you, walking out of the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I was, Ty I was making be found. Koji becomes a little jokes in chat. <laughs> you guys hear, you guys hear him talking on the, on the key and then all of a sudden and he falls to the ground. Uh, I just want to double check one thing about broken to see if you should technically be rolling another critical. Uh, when you uh, each further attack causes an automatic critical injury. Uh, you don't take one when you go to zero health. Okay, and if so you're on your own, uh, you recover one health after a shift. Okay. I'm going to say, and this is, if this is okay with you, Long, I'm going to say you just get knocked out. Like you just get cranked, knocked out. And I'm going to say mm -hmm. an indeterminate amount of time passes. And eventually you wake up. And maybe it's the sound of the Kia going off. Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 20 minutes. You're not really sure. You're really groggy. That concussion's there. So your observation and tech rolls are going to be disadvantaged. You can see the door to the apartment is open. And when you, as you're kind of sort of swirling around, you look back inside, you can see that all of those photos and papers that were hanging on the Murphy bed wall are gone. The terminal that you hacked is gone. All it, it looks like someone has wiped this whole place clean. They've taken everything out, including the noodles. Uh, try to get my bearings here. See how long I've been out. So it's you've been about maybe an hour. Not quite. Enough. It's a small apartment, so people had time to do whatever it is they didn't hear, but about an hour. But you do hear the sounds of like the voice of your you know, your task force, your partners kind of on, you know, popping in every now and then. So let's bring everyone into this scene now, because we're going to say just for the sake of ease, a lot of this stuff kind of ended at the same time. Arley Lawton, you kind of had your combat. Lawton, you, you killed the one scavenger. The other two ran away. Everett and Faye, you had your issues with the security, but you did get away into your spinner. Koji, you were getting ready to leave, but then you got cracked in the head. Uh, and so now it's now you guys are all on remote communication. What are you doing next? So we're going to say this is sort of end of shift. What's the next plan? Is, is anyone there? What's their status? 
got hit with a pipe, got my head busted open. Arlie did shit. Uh, got knocked off a railing. Hit somebody in the eye with a wrench. Lawton did uh, manage to take down one of our attackers. Guys, can we keep the volume down a little? I had too much to drink and a bouncer touched my shoulder. I'm not doing too good. Wow, I'm glad you're having a fun night. Bay? I punched a dude. Uh, I probably should have tried to be a little bit diplomatic first, but he was trying to like keep Everett at the casino and they wanted to keep him for questioning. And there were like some sus guys trying to like take these bags out. So I just clocked him uh, and and we got to the spinner. Uh, Everybody want to reconvene here at the Kipple? We could use some backup. Yeah, uh, we can pick up Koji. Koji, where you at? You're in sector one, right? Pick him nearby. Might tie his place. Okay. Yeah, we'll swing by and grab you and then we'll head to the Kipple. Do you guys find anything good besides uh, people or what's happening? We need to there investigate were, more. There were three individuals with gas masks. Uh, two of them ran away. Uh, uh, Lawton needed a moment to collect himself after taking the life of another fellow human. And we will take chase after you all arrive. They're scavs. We don't know if they're connected to the case or not. They could just be upset we were on their turf. While you are en route, I can attempt to ascertain the identity of the individual that uh, Mr. Stone murdered. I think it was more self-defense, but that sounds like a good idea. It, It really, target practice. There really couldn't be a finer shot, actually. And so Arlie will go over and kind of lift the uh, gas mask off of the. I prefer to use my hands. It's more personal, you know. But uh, that's just me. Okay, I prefer so not sake, to be in a fight at all. <laughs> for the sake of just making sure we're figuring this out, is is everybody then joining for this next shift? The you know Arlie and Lon. Okay. Yeah. How does we're all going to be in the same place at the same time for the my first time in a few episodes? Because about so, zero. Uh, so yeah, I think oh, you get true. one health back. Uh, after, That's correct. After one shift. Yeah, after one shift, I will say for the sake of Everett and Arlie, Everett and Faye coming to get you, you're in the you know you're able to kind of pop into there. If somebody, I think you can also roll to try to. You know, debreak as well. If, if either one of you had like a medical, uh, if you had medicine as well, medical aid, I think it's called. So if, if Faye or Everett wants to make a medical With aid roll, D6 in it. In medical aid and intelligence? I have a D8 in intelligence. <laughs> but so you're saying there's a chance. I also have a D8 and then this uh, D in medical aid. So I probably would just hand him a cocktail napkin and be like, don't bleed, don't bleed <laughs> on the seat. Your head. <laughs> Faye, why don't you roll it? Just go ahead, go okay. ahead and give it a rip. I'm not liking. There you go. You got a success. No problem. Hey, easy peasy. Cool. 
you take yeah, a look? I, Someone bashed my head in. Yeah, you take a look oh, at it, and he does have a gash. It's pretty bad. Oh. What? How did? The, what were you doing? Uh, I'll snoop that ties. Someone got me. You didn't hear them come in? I mean, maybe I did, but it was so fast, I don't remember. What happened uh, when you came to? They didn't take you anything from you? No, they just cleaned it out. Whatever evidence was left. Did you get any pictures or anything stored? Yeah, of course. We got here. Okay. And like phase like handy dandy work for Koji is just she's got some super glue. Uh and she just pinches it together and just super glues it. Hair's gonna be matted for a few days. Oh, fine. <laughs> right. This is where he's like really shaved or something, you know. Okay, so just want to clarify the rule since I know people are listening to this and probably want to know how this works. So recovery from being broken, first aid is what Faye just did. She rolled a, a medical aid. She got a success. And so if the roll successful, which it was, you so the the target in this case Koji immediately regains health equal to the number of successes in the skill roll. Uh, and then administering first aid to someone who isn't broken has no effect. So in this case, Koji's fine. Koji, you get your health back. It was one success. So yeah, you're good to go. Okay. Now the critical injury, uh, let's see. I'm going to figure out exactly how long that lasts. Concussion is a week. Is it a week? Okay, thank you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's it was like an, it was a neg- disadvantage on, let me find it again, uh, disadvantage to observation and tech. Or, yeah, healing time is one week for this. Yeah, okay. All right. So you guys hop in your spinners and you get get out of here. Uh, And we'll say, just for the sake of it, we'll go back to Lawton and Arlie. We'll say you have a few minutes here, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour before they show up. I think you said you wanted to pull the mask off the guy, right? You pull the mask off. You see a relatively emaciated, scrawny looking man. Uh, might be in his 40s, maybe in his 50s, or he's just, you can tell he's lived a very hard life uh, and could be younger possibly. I would say you're, you're, I'd say all of you as LAPD are kind of aware that there are people who live out here. Uh, the very, very, very poor, very you know, destitute, those that can't even kind of make it on the streets of LA uh, kind of come out here sometimes. And that means they're scavenging around. From what you can tell, this person looks just like a scavenger. You go through their things and you look at what they've kind mm-hmm. of dropped. Uh, they do have a survival knife, like a, just a just a knife, but in the system it's called a survival knife in their hand. Uh, and that's it. Like you can take the gas mask. You're, I would say you're not entirely sure just by looking at it, whether it has any effect. Lawton, you would probably con- conclude the fog, the rain, the constant exposure might have some effect, but this thing might not necessarily be in the greatest condition either. So likely people who are exposed out here constantly to the different gases and fumes from all the trash kind of combined together, coupled with the rain and fog, it can't be good on their lungs. So that's probably what you would conclude. Something that Arlie wants to do, um, she wants to kind of look this guy over for that tattoo you do and you do not find him you do not find one at all 
You find scars. So they dropped. They dropped one junk loot item and one common loot item. <laughs> <laughs> you said there's a scar. Scars all over, but nothing okay. recent other than what Lawton did to him, and then the fall. Is there anything with our um, with our Kia that we have? Um, is that more of just a communication? It's not necessarily anything that can like gather information or like connect to like police database or anything like that. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can a little bit. Uh, so like your key is kind of, you can kind of do some stuff with Esper, but like, unless you go back to the headquarters, you don't get kind of like the full spread of the data, but you do some, some little bit of it. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just make sure that I kind of have a, a picture of this individual and, and I'll go back to uh, Lawton just uh don't see any tattoos on him might have just been a local so to say great that makes me feel so much better let's go away by the spinner you need of assistance i can make it So the two of you are out here waiting by the spinner. Go ahead and roll an observation test while you're out here. Are they still locked in there? Uh, at this, I mean, they could get themselves out. It was just okay, a question well, of whether they. I just wasn't to sure how time. stuck it is. Two, two successes, successes for Lawton. Very nice, uh, Arley. Uh, two and a six. Two and a six. Yeah. Six. Six is a success. So. Oh no. Right, okay. So. so one, One success. success. Okay. I thought you meant yeah. two successes. No six. Okay. So I would say Lawton, you would be able to see this with the two successes. Arlie, you probably don't pick up on it as quickly. Uh, but you do, I would say both of you with your one success notice that there are, it does look like somebody was around your spinner. You can definitely tell there was someone kind of messing around with this. And you do see the signs of someone trying to break in. But they, they did not make it successfully. Uh, Lawton, with your second success, you noticed in the distance, a ways away, a barge coming in the direction of the factory. Ah, oh, shit. We might been be in their parking spot. They, Who's parking spot? The barge coming in. Uh, we better... Uh, do a wrap around, see who it is. It might be the suspect. It might just be a trash man. After you. As much as I hate to say it, I don't think I should be driving right now. Can we not do a five point turn as we take off? <laughs> Go ahead I'm... and roll. A... Whoever's driving, That's roll me. a driving test. And then we'll see. And then this is uh, this is important because they're like I'm assuming you're trying not to be seen, right? Yes. So roll a driving test, and this is to, this is to ensure that you get up in time and that you keep low enough underneath the fog and around the heaps and okay. stuff like that. So quick, quick diversion here. We got our first bits uh, gifted to us. Okay. Is that an advantage? Uh, I I like the die boost that we we're doing in Savage Worlds. 
Okay. So go from like for a roll, you go from a D8 to a D10. I like that a little better. Okay. Perfect. Then I will, this will take me to a D10 and a D8 instead of a D10 and a D6. And so. it's just for the one roll. Yep. yep. Uh, no, that is a two and a three. You want to push? Sure. I think, can't replicants push twice? My yes. Yeah, they can, but yes. they always they always suffer stress. Thank you. In the oh. physical? Res uh, I think it's resolve. It's resolve. We'll look it up. But how'd you do on then your push? Maybe I don't want to push. I haven't I rolled want... it yet. And maybe I don't. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's stress, never damage. Sorry. I do just want to make sure you understand what's at stake. If you fail the roll, you're going to take off in such a way that that barge is going to see you. Okay. I'll be down to one resolve left. Assuming you pass and don't have to push a second time. Go ahead and roll. Uh, that's a 10 on the D10. Perfect. It's two successes. You're able to you get up, you hover off the ground just a few feet, you keep low. There is kind of a fog that's around, so you kind of stay in it, use it to your to your benefit, and you moving slowly kind of around the uh, some of these heaps, and you kind of keep it off at a distance and wait. While the two of you are, are watching, you see that the barge begins to kind of come up to the factory, kind of do a little quick swerve kind of around. And it's a much, again, it's a big giant black box, basically, with a various running lights and stuff. And eventually you start to see it come down. Everett and Faye and Koji, uh, you are probably about five minutes out uh, from from the factory itself when maybe you hear this this talk about a barge arriving. So, we'll say Lawton and Arlie, what are you guys doing? Uh, I would say while Arlie is taking off, uh, I would be on the Kia sending the message, possible suspect arrival uh, in the trash barge. You'll see it when you come up. And Arlie is driving this spinner as like smooth as can be. And she just like, as she's going, she just keeps kind of like looking over just to make sure that there's appreciation for just the smoothness of this ride compared At the to the low, uh, low cost of some resolve. There's more frustration <laughs> because it means that you were purposefully driving badly on the way here. So it just makes <laughs> yes. me more frustrated to see that you can drive this smoothly. This is very, very true. Okay, so what do you tell Everett and Faye and Koji as they're approaching? Look out for the trash barge. Uh, we'll try to stay low, try to find a spot nearby, and walk in. Okay, so Faye or Everett, roll a driving test. I don't think you want the concussed Koji doing it. <laughs> I have drive. I can take the wheel. Your your pupils are two different sizes. You good? Yeah, I'll just this piercing headache. It's like leaking strawberry jam onto his, <laughs> onto his shoulder. Uh, which one are you doing? It Everett or Faye? I think we have the same. So yeah, I have a PLC, six. You can roll drive. Okay. okay. Um, I can use a bit for a DH temporarily. Yeah. So. Exactly, yep, just a die increase. 
You got it. Perfect. I'm going to do that. Look at Derek even using the lingo. So great. Why is this grayed out? Uh, if you need to do a manual roll, go ahead and do a manual roll. That's fine. Like, yeah, like punching it in. Yeah. Uh, you should also oh. roll. Uh, you should also roll oh, your yeah. intelligence die as well. Right. So intelligence plus driving. There you go. You got your. Okay. Six. That's all you needed. You just needed the one. Nice. And so, and so you're able to kind of sweep in, circle round, land next to Lawton and Arlie. New shift begins. All five of you are together. This barge just landed in that same relative space that Lawton you had discovered earlier. You're out in the Kipple. It's closing in on midnight, we'll say. What do five of you guys want to do at this point? Would we have would we have to have gotten too far away to actually like watch the barge to see if someone got out of it? Uh, I would say you could roll an observation test. I'm gonna say it's at disadvantage. There's fog and distance now, but you can you can roll it to see if anything okay. happens there. Yeah. Um, I've got two d10, so I'll try that. Unless you've got something better, early. No, go for it. I'm rolling we'll one d10 though because it's at disadvantage too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a seven. So one success. Okay. You see two figures actually empty out of the barge. Uh, you can't make out. I would say even from this, even from this, since you can't make out anything other than maybe basic height. Like one seems pretty tall, one seems fairly short, uh, and that's it. And they I'm do, really, really interested in which direction they go. Like, do they go into the tunnels or do they go into the building that we were just in? They go into if the factory. I can see that. Yeah, okay. you, you see them walk in the direction of the factory. All right. Uh, I, I would uh, put that on the Kia too, and then I would ask Arlie to try to find a place to set us down. Uh, basically, on the Kia, just to meet up by the entrance to the factory. Two two possible suspects inside, plus unknown amount of scavs. Keep your eyes out for a small man. I've got word of connections to tie. Happy that. Like here it's a small smelly man and if you're smelly you got to be coming from this barge or this this dump area oh gee everything smells like shit here i don't know how i'm gonna pick that out <laughs> i mean at this point and she kind of puts a hand on everett's shoulder he also qualifies as a small smelly man while being out here <laughs> So the five of you, you park your park your spinners, and eventually you all meet out in front of the factory. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's done. You are out in front of the factory. Uh, you don't see any sign of anybody. Uh, you presume they might have went inside, but you're not sure. What do you guys want to do? So you guys would see Lawton has you know quite a bit of dried blood on his head from where he took that hit. Uh, and he was maybe like Arlie and I made it first just because we were already there. We knew where it was. So you see us outside and he's got a little bit of a shake going on. Can I, uh, bump smoke off you? Yeah, not a problem. We also got some super glue for your uh, cut if you want. I'd appreciate that. 
we did the virtual pass off. Look at this. Did you get it right and everything? I wasn't looking. I'm sorry. Did you actually go to the right <laughs> side? <laughs> you reached out to the corner. Oh, nice. Derek's now reaching down. <laughs> Steven, did you light one? Yeah. They're, they're, meant they're to right be next to each other for me wow. and on Are those Zoom, real? So it worked perfect. No, they're herbal. Yeah, I figured. I'm like, no way. No Wait, way. did you buy the same ones I did? White pack from like Britain or something? <laughs> I bought hat. It's white and red. I, I can't so find good. mine. Yeah. I've been waiting for this moment for six weeks now, so <laughs> <laughs> had to make it happen. That's I really great. love I really love that we have started to do a little bit of like the dress up prop work. I'm loving this. This is so great. This is this is awesome. Oh goodness. All right. You guys are out in front. You're smoking your cigs. A couple of you have got some blood coming down from various places in your bodies. You believe two people just came out of this barge, tall, short, couldn't make out anything more than that, and you believe they went inside this factory. What do you guys want to do? So, uh, Mr. Stone and I found a, a way in that is not through these front doors. Uh, we did find... Uh, scavengers here. I'm not entirely sure whether they're connected. They were not tattooed. Uh, they look like they've been out here for a while, but uh, we do have a way in that we could use if you all would like. Lead the way. Let's see if we can ID these guys. Are there any other entrances that you were able to find or just this main one and this other one? Just the two that we saw so far. We didn't do a thorough check. Yeah, you haven't done thorough exactly. You know, it's not in great, you know, in great condition. There's some cracks here and there. It's multi-level. Uh, inside, you knew that the roof was kind of uh, breaking apart here and there, uh, but you didn't see any other, like, formal entrances. Remember that there are some of these heaps of trash are, like, abutted against it. Like, they're, like, just leaning against the, the factory. So it's possible they could be covering something else. Uh, Arlie, you found tunnels, but you don't necessarily know whether or not the tunnels out here go and weave in. You know, at some point they do, but... You have found a couple, so there is that to consider as well. What's the plan? To make our way in, I'll sort of just like scoop up some like dirty rags or old trash and kind of cover myself with it, try to blend with the environment. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm. <laughs> trash bag over his head. You want to smother <laughs> your beautiful, wonderful stealthy. clothing, Koji, with trash. He already bled on them. Okay. So I, I know. That, that was step one is, you know, rub some blood on it. <laughs> step two, rub some dirt on it. Okay. So, so let's, let's treat this. You guys are going into a location where there could be two figures here that you don't know whether or not they're aggressive, not aggressive. You're cops. How are you approaching? Who Who's leading the way? Do you have weapons drawn? Walk me through this. Uh. I would suggest that Arlie goes first because she knows the layout. Um, I would definitely have weapons drawn. And I, would I can go suggest to the others that they do too. Yeah, I would go up front with Arlie because I've got a B in firearms. So I'm a decent shot. So okay, combat souls sort of linger behind. <laughs> you I'll and stay your, your one health, right? Okay. 
Faye, I have uh, twice Faye? as many health as you, Koji. Um, I'll be between like Everett and Koji. Okay. So, okay. So then Everett, I think it was Arlie. Arlie and Everett are kind of towards the front. So the two of you are, you open the door. Uh, there's plenty of you here. No more need for a roll. You push the door open. Uh, you look inside this main factory floor. You see where you basically destroy part of the walkway with the combat. You don't see anyone in here immediately. Like as you kind of look around. Do you have flashlights drawn? You flashlight on around? Are we doing the Early classic Mulder Scully thing? I was just going to put in chat that if I hadn't lost my flashlight earlier, I would be doing the kind of classic flashlight on a uh, firearm, but I don't have my... Do, uh, I don't know if I ever had one. Do we want to keep it quiet, Lautner? Do we want? To, do we care about visibility? We don't know if they're suspects or not. They came in on the barge. I'd assume that'd be the only way we can they can leave. Uh, I don't think we need to be too quiet. I would just worry about drawing more scavs. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, Everett will have his flashlight out. Get the flashlight out. So you're go into the first room. Giant room. Remember, this is factory floor. It's some sort of electronics. You're not sure if it's a recycling plant, maybe something like that. Like it, like sort of did something with sort of old uh, old boards and stuff. You look around. You can see there's you you hear the sound of like a and you look up and you see part of the metal is still kind of weaving back and forth. You guys are smart enough to realize if you saw it and you heard it, it's possible that whoever was in front of you saw and heard it as well. Uh, you see the body of the scav still on the ground. You left it there, by the way, uh, and doesn't appear to have been messed with at all. You look around and you check corners and doors, that kind of stuff. Uh, you do remember that there were there's this whole other section of this giant factory that are like offices and things like that, like away from the factory floor. Uh, you can either approach that on the ground. There's a couple of hallways, ground floor, but also the catwalk eventually would have weaved around to what looked like some sort of observation room tower for the for the factory floor itself. So those are your kind of your options here. What do you want to do? Offices first. What do you guys think? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. That works. Okay. Uh, are you guys trying to be quiet or are you trying to be fast? Would we cover more ground if we sent half like up to the second floor? Let's split three ways. <laughs> we just got the party back together. We'll send, again. The, we'll send the damaged half upstairs and the full health half downstairs. Long, you see a giant ball on the ground that used to have the poison symbol on it, but it was scratched out. But instead, it says Kool Aid. I'm pretty thirsty, guys. <laughs> 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 All right. So, are you splitting or are you sticking together? I vote stick together and move quickly. Yeah, I, I think so too. Okay. Agreed. You move quick, which means no stealth. You're moving quick. You're making noise. You know you're making noise. You go into the first. You go in. You you, you go down this this ground floor hall. It's going to split on either side. You take one of them. You go down. You can see on the left-hand side, it looks like possibly one day at some point there were bathrooms. But on the right-hand side, there's like some of these offices. 
I'll say Arlie kick the the door in that is not necessarily like it's not it's not even fully closed. It's sort of like hanging there. You kick it open, slams, crashes. You look inside, you see a broken desk. You see filing cabinets that have been knocked over. You see what looks like mildew, like black mold kind of growing on everything in here. There looks to be like this old oscillating fan that has been sort of ripped apart. And you can see the blades have kind of been snapped and broken into little pieces on the ground. There's a bulletin board that's kind of hanged up on the wall. And you can see like the faded posters of what looks like shifts, various shifts of the people who are working here. Uh, but you don't immediately see anyone around. Uh, behind you, you kind of dip into the, the bathroom really fast. You can see that one of the walls in the women's side has collapsed. Half the stalls have been kind of hidden or it looks like rubble of some time from the second floor. But in doing so, it's also created this sort of secondary climb. You'd have to climb, roll a check, that could potentially get you up to the second floor. You peek into the men's bathroom. Roll an observation test, whoever wants to peek into the men's bathroom. I would say not all five of you, maybe one or two of you. Not you, Faye or Arlie. I've got a decent observation. I can go. <laughs> okay, I've got a percussion. Go. I can't see anything. Everett and Lawton, go ahead. <laughs> You've got disadvantage. Stay hydrated. One success. Okay. Uh, Everett, you see what looks like you're kind of shocked to see it, but what looks like a stack of like magazines, like physical old magazines in one of the stalls that actually seems to be in relatively good condition. It looks like the hinges have been replaced. And when you look at the toilet itself, it actually seems functional. We go through all the trouble to keep this toilet in working order. Adult magazines? Uh, high or low? Uh, always go low. There is, in fact, an adult magazine in there in the stack. You found a jerk off station. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! And we see one jerk here. No, it's good. Okay, so <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, I guess I'll closely look. Is so? Is the stall door open? Like to see in clearly? Yeah, there's no one in here, but you can tell that someone has been trying to maintain this bathroom for some time. Um, God, this sounds like so d and I'm going to check it to see if it's like a hidden door of some kind. If I pull the lever, <laughs> will the wall turn sideways? <laughs> Ever pulls pull the, the lever, lever and the toilet explodes. No, the toilet flushes. <laughs> it's fine. It's very, the water is disgusting when you look at it. It's not clean water, but it does flush down. And it gets replaced with equally disgusting water. A place that smells like shit. Why have working plumbing when you could go wherever you want? Unless people are meeting here and this is some sort of headquarters. See if they're hiding something in the tank. Oh, yeah. The old drug drop in the top tank. I lift the little tank lid. There's nothing. I will tell you. You have found just everything like that is meant to be found. No, nope. he's trying to. He's to he's trying to. No, he's <laughs> trying to dissuade. There's something here, guys. <laughs> you flip through the magazine. Maybe you can take a shit at it first. <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of have a big breakfast. All right, so sit on the toilet, flip through every magazine. Something will happen. All right, we leave the toilet behind. Okay, so you've got. You can continue down the hall of this. Uh, of this like sort of uh, 
it's almost like a horseshoe in a way. Like there's two hallways. You have to continue down the, like sort of the, the Southern hall loop arounds towards the Northern hall. And then it'll take you back to the factory floor. There's the rickety staircases uh, that could, you could go back to in the factory floor that go up to the second level. There's the, there's this rubble in the women's bathroom that you could potentially climb up to the second level as well. Uh, what do you uh, want to do? Is there like, has there been a, is there a layer of dust on the floor or something that we could use to see if uh, tracks or footprints have gone through recently or no? There's definitely grime everywhere and you do see tracks coming, coming and going. You wouldn't be able, I would say you wouldn't be able to distinguish if it's happened within the last like 15 minutes or something. All right. Everett shrugs. He doesn't know which way to pick. Let's head up. Yeah. yeah. You want to head up through the women's bathroom or do you want to go back out and go up the rickety staircase? The, the more interesting probably. way is clearly through the bathroom. Yeah. You guys got to start. Come on, make decisions. No, Let's go. This we're is, going we're up trying the to make this a tense. We said going up. Going okay. up. We're going up the women's bathroom? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, all right. So you climb up the women's bathroom and you find yourselves in what looks to be some sort of kind of conference room area, you think. You see what looks like a broken down. Uh, kind of glass and metal uh, large conference table. You see what looks like the wall has been scavenged of what appear to be various uh, various like TVs, like flat screen console things on the walls. They've been ripped apart. Uh, you see this large this large like chunk of uh, of trash is kind of start pouring into the conference room from the uh, from the window itself. And then you see the door that leads out into like this second story hall. Is is open. It looks like it's kind of hanging off its hinges. Can you go look around the door? Okay, go ahead and roll observation test. Uh, D D ten. Ah, uh, that is one success. You stick your head out. And you hear a gunshot go off and you see this, the door frame right next to your head explodes. It doesn't quite hit you, but you get a little shrapnel kind of in your face. And you see down the hall, you see a, a shadow just sort of run across. You hear heavy footsteps uh, and you hear the here, here coming out. What do you do? Uh, Arlie is going to uh, come back behind the door, kind of keep her gun out and just kind of look for everyone to kind of take positions before would, poking back out again. Would from the way we came in, would I know that there's a route uh, that they could escape from? So I, if, if I know, I would like to try and cut them off. You know that there are basically, like there's a, there's a way to get down from the second level in the factory floor area. You know, there's the, the woman's section. So, you know, those two at the very least exist. Whether or not there's a third, you don't know. Okay. Um, I think I would immediately start taking off for the factory floor. Okay. Uh, and I'd yell, I'm cutting them off or something like that. Uh, just trying to get to that main door, making sure they can't get out to their barge. Okay. Yeah, Faye will full run with Lawton. Okay, so Lawton and Faye are running back out towards the factory floor. Koji, Everett, Arley, what are you doing? Everett's going to look at Koji and be like, this this guy ain't shooting anything. And then he'll look at Arlie and be like, rookie, hotshot, can you handle a gun? And Arlie has her gun out. 
can't let me myself. That's half the equation. Do you know how to hit things? Of course. Okay. Are there any other views into the hallway besides that doorway? Just the door. Like no windows? Okay. Nope. Uh, <laughs> ever it turns to Arlie, do you have a, a mirror of any kind or something I can use to look down the hall? And and she just sort of looks at you and then looks around the room, looks for something like a, a frame or something. That There's some glass maybe, it. but it's also extraordinarily dark up here. The only light you get is whatever oh, you yeah. bring. There's no light bulbs on. There's no overhead lights. It's all very dark. Okay. Uh, Everett will just put his hand holding the flashlight facing down the hallway to see if another shot comes in. You hold it out. No shot comes. Koji, what are you doing? I'll come up to this room here and yell out the doorway. LAPD, put your hands where we can see them. Wait a beat. No response. We're going to cut to Lot and Faye, who have started to run back to the, do uh, what looks like this, uh, this, this factory floor. And as you're running, the two of you can hear the sounds of someone else running. And as you burst out into the lower factory floor, you see someone ching, 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 kind of coming down the uh, what looks like the the western stairs of the from the catwalk, carrying something in their hand. Very short, short-looking man, kind of dirty, grime. Your eyes lock, and he kind of looks at you. And we're gonna go into initiative. Okay. So I'm gonna put. If this everything. man smells, we have our suspect. Put everyone into initiative. Gotta get close enough to smell. All right. So let's put everyone in the initiative and we roll for all. Okay. Uh, so, Faye, you're up first. So, uh, you see, I would say you're, you've just sort of emerged from the lower level hallway towards the offices like you just came out of the women's bathroom you're mm -hmm. standing it would be a full move like a full move action to kind of change because you're not in short range you would actually have to change zones to get over to them but they're standing they look at you they got this dirty face does not look like the images that you've seen of ty walters somebody <laughs> different uh, and from what you've learned of ty walters is he's a big boxer so he's this is, doesn't appear to be him uh, but yeah. he's kind of carrying something kind of wrapped up in like tarps and cloth, eyes wide as he stares at the two of you coming out of the bathroom. Faye, what do you want to do? Uh, I want to like run and tackle this guy. Okay. They're on a staircase. So I don't know if like they're on like, oh, okay. like this tight little staircase. You can go up and you can, you can go up and grapple or like, yeah, block him off at least. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead and just, we'll do, we'll do hand to hand. So go ahead and roll hand to hand. To charge in. Uh, I'm going to push it. Okay. You could also use... Never mind, you don't need... Three successes. Three successes. I got four successes. Uh, as you oh, charge shit. up and you go to tackle, he drops what he's carrying and with what you might think is an iron fist, just swings it directly at you punching you in the face as hard as you can. And you feel a crunch as your nose sinks and your eyes just kind of, kind of just go a little dizzy. 
Uh, and you realize that he actually has what looks to be some sort of like knuckle thing on his on his hands. Uh, take two points of damage as okay. your face kind of collapses inwards. Okay. Next up, uh, the street thug number one. That's what they're called for now. Uh, on the second floor, uh, I think it was Arlie and Everett that were sort of by the doorway. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm going to roll mm -hmm. kind of 50-50. Uh, it's going to be Arlie. Uh, another shot comes out, uh, as you see where the light is shining now, Everett, a shadow like kind of dips out from behind the corner, aims in the direction of your doorway and fires, uh, Everett, you're fast. Like you're, you're only, only your, your heads are, you kind of dip back, but Harley, it's going to fire at you instead. Okay. Uh, yeah, I rolled two tens on my, uh, on my roll there, Faye. Sorry. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, so this is going to be a ranged combat attack. Do this again. Uh, I'm going to say that you guys are behind cover. So I'm going to give it, uh, I would normally give it disadvantage for that, but I'm also going to say he's probably carefully aiming at you all. So it's going to kind of work out in the wash. Uh, so he's going to fire. That's uh, two successes. Uh, as the shot rings out in the direction of Arlie, Arlie, your head's kind of leaning out, and you can you you just hear the 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 loud cacophonies. It doesn't sound like your guys' guns. It sounds like kind of a, more of an old school gun. Uh, you're gonna take two points of damage, uh, and then uh, because it's a two, I'm gonna roll on the critical injuries table. Uh, so this is gonna be a ten on the die. I mean, it's a ten. I'm rolling a d10. Uh, it's going Would to be. Roll? What's that? Would you roll a <laughs> number? I'm sorry. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Ble bleeding gut is what you get. Uh, if you want to look oh. it up in the items, it should be in the items. Uh -oh. uh, so bleeding gut gets you right in the stomach. Uh, any mobility roll reopens the wound, basically. And it uh, is a lethal injury. In a week. <laughs> or in a shift, excuse me. <laughs> so you have yeah. time. So you time, but you are you are currently bleeding out of your stomach as you take a shot into the gut. Uh, all right, uh, Everett, it is your turn uh, as someone's firing at you now. Um, <clears throat> I think Everett is going to yell down the hallway in the direction of that person. We have a strike squad of five of us in here. And we have the building surrounded. Lay down your weapon, or this is going to get a lot worse. Roll, roll manipulate, but roll at a disadvantage. And this is going to be contested. Uh, I got a unicorn. Don't forget to roll your empathy also. Yeah. I thought that it, it automatically included that. It. Yeah. I was oh, say. I, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Oh, you hear, you hear him shout, shout back. You think I'm going to fucking trust a thing you fucking pigs say? I know what you fucking did. I've already killed one of you. I have no problem killing more. He shouts back. And uh, do you want to do anything with your movement or anything there, Everett? Uh, there's no other like. There's nowhere in that hallway I could duck into and dive across while he's focused there, on what he's certainly, saying. You certainly can. Yeah, there's certainly there are other. You can see there's other doors here and there kind of, cat, you know, cascading up, yeah. the, up the hallway. 
I want to try and reposition so that if he peeks out to that same doorway, I can get a different angle on him. Okay, so you can move in and you get a little bit closer. So we'll say you just run across the hall into the next room uh, and you're kind of still a couple doors away, but you've made the movement. Arlie, just got shot in the stomach. What do you want to do? Uh, I would, yeah, so kind of chat mentioned this. Um, you know, Arlie is just going to kind of like, you know, she is hurting, but she's going to, uh, is that a confession? And she's going to try to uh, return fire. Okay. You just hear him say, he burned us. We're burning you. Uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead and put um, behind cover. Uh, when you when you go to the role in the system, if you're doing the system role, there is a checkbox for target and cover. Target which behind cover. Yeah. Okay. So don't forget all that. Right. And then, so in case, by the way, since we're all in combat now, there is, if you look on the foundry, there is a, uh, there is like a list of like all of the things that you can potentially do, combat actions and things like that. So uh, careful aim, for instance, range weapons, stuff like that. So you have potential to do that. Uh, I'm trying to share it with you guys. Sorry. There we go. Uh, so there's like all of the all the stuff. There's like one of those pages has all of the combat actions listed. And obviously just describe okay. what you want to do if something doesn't quite fit. Okay. And I had... I had the range coming up, so careful aim. So if I did careful aim, it would balance out the. I'm trying to, I can't remember cover. if careful aim is a is it. It's not fast action, slow action. It's just action. It's move and action. So you guys were talking a lot and taking a long time to make turns. So he was just pointing the gun down the hall. So he was sure, so sure, sure. That makes so sense. Okay. I don't. I you could take your careful aim and then on your next turn you could fire uh, or you could just roll. It's up to you. All right, I rolled disadvantage, got one success. Okay, uh, one success is good with a with a with a gunshot, so you do hit. Uh, what is the damage on your uh, on your weapon? Two. Okay, it's not going to be a crit because it's just the one success, but you do hit, uh, and you hear as uh, you definitely caught him. Uh, do you want to move? Um. Yes, I, I would like to make sure that I am behind cover if he tries to shoot me back. Okay, so you want to move, you want to follow Everett, basically? Yes. Into the, okay, yeah. so you run across. So think of it like you're sort of zigzagging down a hallway and jumping from room to room to catch him. All right, next up is the thug that's out by Faye. Uh, now, remember that in in hand, in hand-to-hand combat, in close combat, it's contested. And so if you're the attacker... Or excuse me, if you're a defender and you roll more successes than the attacker, you do damage. Like you're, you get the stuff off. So uh, he is going to, uh, let's see. He is going to swing at you. Uh, he is going to, yeah. I think, yeah, he's just gonna, he's just gonna swing. He's just gonna be like, he looks up at you. Always protecting your own, never protecting us. And then he's just gonna try to like rapid punch you in the stomach as hard as he can. Uh, so go ahead and roll hand to hand. Just okay. one for me. All right. Uh, two successes for me to your one. Uh, so he's going to punch you in the stomach and you take two points of damage as he swings and punches you in the stomach. It's not a crit this time. It's just a flat two. Uh, I am broken by damage. All right. Uh, is broken by damage. Do we do, um, crits for that? I can't remember. No. Do the crit rolls? No. no. Okay. 
It's only for if she gets hit again, it's an automatic crit. Okay, so Lawton, you see Faye crumble. Now, Faye, and I would even say Lawton would probably know. Lawton, you know Faye's very tough, very good at what she does. This guy has just withstood her charge and then just pounded into her, right? The only person you've seen kind of take that damage, use that kind of strength, you're pretty confident this guy's a replicant at this point. Like it's just, it's just too fast, too strong, too quick. Uh, and uh, that's where you're at. It's going to be your turn then, Lawton. I was tempted to uh, flip the switch for the sonic uh, ammunition. But if, he's a, if I feel pretty confident he's a replicant, then I should shoot to kill. Uh, but I would like to question. I'm going to flip the switch. Uh, okay. on the right side of the casing I just flip up my finger LED on the back lights up mm -hmm. um, I would like to take an audience die to boost one of my dice then because uh, this is important here so I'm rolling a deep uh, phase out of the way now so I don't have to roll a disadvantage right that's correct I would say she's yeah, fallen okay. yeah Gosh. so d10 and d12 here <laughs> crap <laughs> I rolled a 3 and a 1 um, push I'm gonna push. I don't have much health left, but I gotta do it. That's a ten. All right. Uh, so Total two successes. successes. That's, That's the crit. second time I pushed and got a ten. So that nice. would be a crit. As he's pounding away at Faye, Faye finally falls, and he's probably not paying attention to you, and he's just sort of standing there. And he's again, he's short, he's squat, but you, he's standing wide open at the base of the stairs, and you fire. Uh, I th what is the crit on that one? Because the Sonic is. What's uh? What's the uh? It's a D six crit die. And does it say what kind of damage? Uh, crushing one damage. Okay, so it's going to be the crushing table. You roll. Go ahead and roll that D six. Uh, four. All right. So, on the crushing uh gouged eye again. You shoot him in the eye. <laughs> you get him right in the eye, and you just kind of shoot. He'll shoot, shoot your eye out. And he does a total. How much damage was the total? One damage. Oh dear. <laughs> okay. You shoot him in the eye. It's non-lethal. That's why. He looks up at you. I don't recognize you. You weren't there when they burned him. But I don't care. You're you're helping them. You're protecting them. That's all you people do is protect each other. You're supposed to protect them. You're supposed to protect us. I'm going to rip your fucking head off now. And, uh... uh LAPD. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> Koji, it is your turn, my friend. What would you like to do? Like to hide stay in, in this room and sort hide of... In, yeah. <laughs> give covering fire as best as I can for beer. Uh, you can take a shot down the hall. The The doorway has opened up, this, that spot that Arlie was in. If you want to take a, take a shot down there, you're welcome to do so. Just remember, uh, you're going to be uh, a disadvantage because he is behind a corner, so we're going to call that cover. Of course, him firing back at you is the same. Okay, that is fine. I've got a little subcompact on me. So you step up right as he's trying to get a beat on Arlie, as Arlie darts to the other, and he doesn't pull the trigger because she gets in there just fast enough, and you're trying to take advantage of it and to fire down there as he's as he's peeping out. 
Go ahead. I've got the Dean Agility and a Dean Firearms. So here we go. All right, man. Maybe you can convince him to put the gun. Would you? Into would you like leg. a boost? Or did you already roll? I rolled already. Oh, yeah. Five is failure, I believe. So zero. You want to push? I can. I can push it. Yeah. 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 You're the attacker. You're good. How much else do you have? We got a six. I have one. So I got one success. One hits one all damage. you need. What? What's the damage? It's one damage. One damage. All right. Are you not using the normal? You're not using the normal. Uh... No, I chose a subcompact as my starting. Okay. All right. You fired. You hit him. Uh, that's he's taking two shots now. He's still standing though. Still standing. Go back to the top of the round. Faye, unfortunately, you have crumpled. Uh, you are broken. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about broken for a second because uh, I'm pretty sure there's nothing you can really do as you're broken by damage, you right? You can crawl and yeah. mumble through the pain. <laughs> so yeah, you can crawl and mumble through the pain. Is there anything you mumble? Is there anywhere you want to crawl? Um, I think right now she's just going to stay there and try and like it, see if he can trip over me than anything. Okay. Uh if he hits you, you're going to take another crit, you know, crit injury. Oh, so yeah. You know. So then she'll just start crawling towards Lawton. Okay. So you start crawling in the direction of Lawton. Uh, Everett, you're up next. You have kind of closed the distance a little bit. You've heard the shot go off. Koji hit him. Uh, you know he's kind of still down that hallway. What do you want to do? I'm assuming there's too many walls between me and him that I can't just shoot through the drywall and hit him. I would say you can, but it's going to be a disadvantage uh, as you're... And I probably would also reduce the damage by one as it's going through drywall. That's what I would say. Um, oh no, I guess I'm. I guess I'm meta. Um, no, it's not meta. I'm you gonna, know where he's at. You know where he's at. It's fine. No, no, I'm just thinking like I don't want to get hit because two two of us are critically injured. But I think so. I think whatever it will do is he'll just. I could tell what side of the doorway he's shooting from. Is he on the left or the right? Could I tell by you're his on voice? The, you're on the same side as him now. Yeah. You're okay. The so then Everett will do just like a steady advance with like his uh, his gun in hand and just wait for him to pop out. And I guess I can you plan like can you do a reactive shot? Ah, uh, good question. I don't let me double check the combat. I don't think I saw that, but I wasn't sure. Maybe so I, no, I'm up. perfectly fine. I'm just saying we're doing it in the course of the fiction, right? Like you're moving down and he's kind of trying to get a shot at Arlie. He just got hit by Koji. He's going to pop out and try to return fire to Koji. But as he does, there you are kind of swooping across the, the hallway and go ahead and take your shot. We'll say. Okay. There is an exchanging initiative. Uh, during a fight, you can exchange your initiative card with another player character or NPC whose turn has not yet come up in the current round. And they have to do it. Can't say no. You can even do that with enemies. I had to read that like three times for that to sink in because I was like, what? Huh? What? But yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, how many bits do we have? I might take, I might Six. upgrade my, okay, the, I'll upgrade my firearms temporarily for this shot. Thank you, audience. Yes, thank you. That is two success. That is a crit again. Uh, as you fire, uh, so that's going to be all right. So the other thing with crits, by the way, is that they do an extra point of damage. So that actually would do a total. So your normal firing damage is two. And so then you get plus one. 
and then you'd also roll a, the crit on top of it. So what's the nice. what's the crit die for that? Uh, that's a little blood symbol, right? Yeah, should be a, a D12. D10. D12. Okay, roll a D12 for me. Eight. An eight. Uh, <laughs> brains blown out is uh, is the critical effect. Uh, so let me get that up so we can read. Well, it. I can't question him now. Yeah, instant death. So he steps out. He's about to fire at Koji. You pull the trigger, and you get him right in the face. His face—you just see the back of it just explodes. There's a hole about the size of you know, kind of a second mouth in his cheek, and then you see behind him in the wall a big burst of red. And as he just kind of stands there, sort of for a moment, you recognize the face. As Ty Walters, you saw some of these, some this face in Maeve's bar on some of those different like murals and things with the boxing matches and photos here and there, and he collapses to the ground. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, uh, ever lets out a big sigh. Arlie, you hear the thump of a very large man. He's a remember, he's a big boxer bouncer. This guy's like six foot four, six foot five, big dude. Uh, and he collapses, and you hear it. And Everett probably shouts out too, I would imagine. Arlie, what do you want to do? Uh, so Arlie is still keeping her guts inside of her, and so she is going to see if she can get eyes on the uh, other remaining assailant. Okay, so it would take your whole turn if you wanted to get essentially to down back down the hallway because you've moved further away mm -hmm. from the factory floor at this point. I would say it would mm -hmm. take your whole turn, your whole action, your whole movement, and you can get essentially to the catwalk and you would be able to look down. Do you want to do that? Yes, I would. You run down the hall, you look down, you see Faye crawling away in pain while this very short man who had just dropped something on the ground is threatening Lawton. You see Lawton holding up a gun and that's what you see. Okay. And it is now his turn. Do you shout? Do you want? You can shout something, say something if you want. It's up to you. Um, yeah, she's gonna, yeah, she's definitely holding herself and she's going to yell one down, one to go. He looks up at you at that and he sees you up above. Uh, he just sort of shakes his head at you and he just says, wake up. And he's going to charge at Lawton. Harley uh, just showed up. <laughs> we get a roll? <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass for what she said. <laughs> uh, so his movement is going to close the distance to you. And then he will swing. Uh, you will also get to roll hand to hand. So go right ahead. And roll I will take hand. an audience die because I need it desperately. Uh -oh. Yeah. So that puts me to two D8. I have rolled really well with this guy so far. So we'll see. Yes, you yeah, have. The audience is really saving our ass. Uh, one success. I got two successes, my friend. Uh, so he is going to hit you. It's not a crit. But you will take I can't push defending, right? You said? No, you can't. Yeah, that's okay. No, it's yeah, only, sorry. Only time you can. It's all good. Uh, two points of damage. As he comes up, he just charges in, reaches back. He's got, you can see the glint of whatever he's got around his fists, those knuckles. And he just swings out and catches you right in the jaw. The pain just radiates through. You feel your teeth shift and move. 
How you uh, I am broken now because I, I kept taking damage from pushing my own shots. Arlie, you watch below as he just, he, he looks up at you, he says, wake up. And then he chases down at Lawton, punches him in the face, and Lawton falls. And so now both Faye and Lawton are on the ground. But that is his turn. Uh, and it will now be uh, Lawton Stone's turn. Lawton, what would you like to do? LAPD, freeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so great uh and he stands still for a moment uh koji what would you like to do i'll rush to the lower floors and see if i can locate or get to either Faye or lawton you are still in you are actually still in the conference room so you could hurry down the down the the sort of that that debris field into the women's bathroom and the women's bathroom is like right off the factory floor however i'm going to say if you you're going to need to roll a mobility test to do this without having to take your action so roll mobility test if you pass you can we'll say your movement is good enough to kind of get you in shooting range if not we'll say you slow down and you have to take your full turn to get into into range yeah i'll tap into my key memory to get advantage on mobility here okay with what are you thinking as you, so, as you start climbing down? Yeah, in my memories, in my childhood, there was moments where I had to run through alleyways, maze-like, to get away from my pursuance. And I'm trying to use that like mobility I had then, like now. I love it, man. Awesome. Uh, go ahead and give it a roll. Very nice. Uh, oh, I got a six and a five. So it's enough for one. That's exactly enough. You very quickly, you almost kind of slide down as opposed to taking steps. You just sort of slide down the rubble and the momentum you carries you through the doorway. You're in the hallway out in front of the bathrooms in that first office that you found. You look down the hall and you can see there is Lawton on the ground and you see this man's probably about 5'2 standing over top of him. Uh, I would say you look off a little bit to your left, just maybe about 10 feet away from Lawton. You see Faye is kind of crawling in the direction of Lawton. You still have your action, Koji. What do you want to do? Well, I'll just take a little pop shot at him from this here. Go for it, man. Take a pop shot. Take Lawton out. Put him down. <laughs> give you advantage on the roll. <laughs> oh. If you shoot Lawton, I will give you advantage on the roll. <laughs> oh, we got a six and a one. I'll take the six here. Six is still a success. You hit him when he's not really looking at you. Uh, so what's the damage? Just one damage. Okay. So you he's standing over top of Lawton. He's very proud of himself. And then suddenly you pull the trigger. You fire and you kind of catch him the side. <clears throat> but again, he just kind of turns. And you can tell. I mean, you know immediately. Someone, like you catch him in the side. Like you get him right in the ribs. And he just turns and looks at you. And he says... I should have killed you when I had the chance. All right. Next up, after Koji, Faye continuing to crawl. Yeah. Street Thug is dead. Brain's blown out. Everett would be the next one to go. Um, Everett is kind of shaken by just basically blowing a guy away. Uh, but he shakes it off for the moment, kind of shakes his head. And just makes a beeline toward the gunshot he heard coming from Koji's direction. Okay, same thing as Arlie. It's going to take your full turn and you can get right next to her. 
and you look down and you see the carnage below. <laughs> uh, okay. Faye, by the way, if you wanted to say anything or do anything, that's fine. You're still crawling. Like, but if there's anything you want to say or anything like that, you're welcome to do so. I don't want to. I think if she gets closer to like Lawton, like she would crawl on top of him because like as she's looking at him on the ground bleeding, it gives her kind of flashbacks to the other Blade Runner that she like saw on the ground. I love it. And we'll say that's exactly what happens. With her body. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can't breathe. (laughs) You're too heavy. (laughs) Uh, So it was Everett. Arlie, your turn. Um, just, would, yeah, I, would I be able to say anything once I enter Absolutely. the room? Or is, you can, okay. Just, talking's a free action. Yeah, yeah. So Everett will be aiming his uh, blaster at uh, the perp, and he'll just kind of like almost somberly say like, please don't make me do this to you. He'll look up at you. He'll see you and Arlie. He's blood coming out of his side. He looks up at you and he just says, they burned all of them, all of us. When we, we had an agreement. We were giving ourselves up peacefully and they burned us. I'm not listening to a single thing you say. Uh, and then Arlie, your turn. You're on the catwalk right next to Everett. You look down. You do have view of this this figure. You see Faye has climbed up on top of Lawton. What would you like to do? Could I do what Lawton had been trying to do and kind of switch the gun? Um I'm blanking on the word. You want um, to change modes, change firing modes? And yes, stuff? yes. Yeah, there's like little switches that's... and stuff on the sides that you can... What do you want to switch it to? Uh, the Sonic. Okay, all right. Doesn't do as much damage. Taking two of your, uh, two of your friends out, and I'm about to kick the shit out of Koji. Uh, Arlie is curious <laughs> about what okay. information he could share <laughs> with us if we don't. Okay. Can't share information uh, with you if you're dead, though. Well, that's why I'm doing the Sonic, because the Sonic isn't... No, lethal, if right? you're dead, he can't share oh, information. Oh, well, yes, we cannot hear information <laughs> if we're dead. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But, well, if everyone dies, we know uh, who to blame. Quick aside, that's man. Good. I like to imagine that Koji's like, good luck kicking the shit out of me. There's two of me, because he's concussed and he's seeing double vision. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am taking an audience. This loses with three. Um, and that... Oh, Oh, good or oh bad? Mm. Oh, she's keeping well, us in suspense. Take a shot. Really it's we not good. Know. It's not good. Look, before her mouth, you, you say the answer, I, I, I want to ask. You said you're rolling three dice, or you upgraded a die because of the audience dice? I upgraded. Oh, okay. I heard you rolling three, so I was curious what you meant by that. No, no, I just was saying that I'm rolling a. Um, and what did you roll? You still haven't told us. Two ones. Two. Oh, you crit knew fail. It. Push it. A crit fail. Oh, please. In this situation, I think you're firing down on him and he is standing over top of two of your friends. In the fiction, Faye has just crawled on top of Lawton. You're going to hit her. 
Now, the good news is this is just Sonic, so you haven't done a ton of damage, but it is one point of damage, and it is going to be a critical effect. So you should just yep. going to take it. So I think it's a D... Was it yes. a D6 for Sonic? Sorry. It's okay. None of... None of... There's no... There's no fatality for this one because it's just... A, I think it's just a D6. So roll a D6. As you, uh, as you shoot on Ashley. You shoot Ashley. Sounds familiar. I feel like we've had this happen in a different flashbacks. Friday night game. <laughs> uh, that was also a one. Uh, you get her... You get her... Not so much like directly, but maybe you hit the ground next to her or you hit some piece of metal and it, the reverberations get you in the face and your teeth shatter and get knocked out, Faye. So that is the... So oh, go ahead and okay. search for that. Search for it in the items. Look look for teeth knocked out and drag it onto your sheet. But isn't any additional damage you take when you're already broken a critical? That's why that I just had a roll. That, that's oh, that, I okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was in my own head about the fact that I just... Uh... Most of us have having some really Ashley. awesome like, crit fails lately. Oh, her crit fail in Holler on Monday was honestly one of the greatest crit fails. That was I've a great seen. moment. Oh my god, it was fantastic. Uh, and honestly, right. her dice were pretty shit on Tuesday too. She's having a bad week. Yeah, she is. Uh, Steven, is there anything you want to do? <laughs> Faye is on. I want to crawl out from under Faye. <laughs> okay, you crawl <laughs> out from under Faye. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get another double crit fail where it's gonna be a collateral. Koji. Uh, Arlie, you still had movement, by the way. Did you want to move at all? Do you want to go uh, downstairs? Yes. Again, she's doubled over, holding her guts in and okay. going down Climb downstairs. the stairs slowly. Koji, what would Who you like to me? do? Uh, actually, I'm sorry. Arlie, after him, after, excuse me, after Arlie, he goes. My, my bad, my bad. Oh, boy. Do I, he looks down, he sees... He sees characters played by Steven and Ashley, and he realizes meta. It's fun to kill Steven's characters. But no, he's going <laughs> to charge after Koji. And he's going to run Honestly, after Honestly, at this point, I'd rather you went after me so that Koji can still shoot next turn. And he is going to, again, try to punch Koji. Koji, go ahead and roll hand-to-hand. Hand-to-hand. This guy's a beast. Oh, I got some skillness. All right, you're concussed, though. Oh, wait, no, that doesn't affect it, does it? Yeah, yeah. Observation and tech. It's okay it's for just physical. Get yeah. back no fighting tech, just pure Coach rage. puts you back in the game. Just don't take a, just don't uh, put your computer on. Is there the audience die? Yeah, we've, we're, if one. you take one, we're down to upgrade. two. So we're yeah, good. so you upgrade. Yeah, I'll take an upgrade. One of that. Yep. Okay. So I went D10 and a D8. Sounds great, man. It's a one and a five, which you, is not good. You cannot no. push. I can't push, right? Can't push because you're the defender. However, I actually rolled zero successes, uh, and I oh. can't push. So I rolled a four and a five. So you are actually okay. As he comes up, he swings, you duck, he swings again, you duck once more, then you try to kind of kick him in the leg, and he steps out of the way, and it's just like fast-moving exchange of blows, and none of them actually land in any meaningful manner. His movement also has taken uh, him out of your line of sight, Everett, as he's gone underneath the catwalk into the hallway. Arlie, you've climb down the stairs and you can now you can still see him but Everett you can't uh, so it'll be important in a moment uh, we go back to Faye Faye is there anything you're doing you just got your teeth knocked out no she's fucking just laying there she hurts okay Everett what do you want to do is there uh, does the catwalk wrap or turn in any way where I can get I can keep my height advantage but still see what's going on uh, the problem is going to end up being the distance is going to you're gonna have that darkness problem 
that we were you were joking about even before. with the flashlight uh well the flashlight's only going to go so far and so the okay. catwalk is like it's a massive factory floor and so you're going you'd have to kind of go all the way around for a ways before you can kind of get an angle yeah if you just yeah, went down like... you can you get you get a view but you are then in i don't want to be in punching distance of this distance yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's a beast i thought the other guy um, was going to be the tough one because he had the gun but no this guy's crazy I okay know. but i I would be able to walk into view of him and then I would be able to careful aim. Uh, I could like, could I carefully aim for his knee to get him down? Cause I'm not switching to Sonic. Right. So a careful aim is just like you're doing like, Oh, so there's two different things. There's called shots. So you can do a called shot and then there's careful aim. Oh, careful okay. aim is essentially you're just aiming this round and your next turn you'll fire with a, with a, with a advantage. Uh, if you do a called shot, that's different. So if you're specifically looking for his his knee, that's what you would be doing. Would the called? Uh, I'm assuming the called shot would be a disadvantage. Uh, called shot is not a disadvantage, but if you succeed, you inflict no damage, and instead could do one of three options: you could pin down your enemy, you could make them drop their weapon or another object, or they fall to the ground or is pushed back. Yeah, but I basically want to remove. I want to remove their mobility so they stop taking us out. So um, Everett will move into Fall view and do a called shot to the knee. Sounds great. Yeah, go ahead and get there. And I'm using. This. I'm using a dice because I'm not risking this. Okay, audience dice. So you're boosting one of your die. Down to one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We gotta live. That is two success. That's a crit success. It was a called shot, so it still doesn't do any damage, I'm going to say. Uh, so you get him. He falls prone. Uh, and I would say, like, his knee, kind of shoot him in the back of the knee, kind of kind of explodes off to the side a little bit. He likely just ripped apart some of his tendon. He's going to be limping for probably a long while. But he falls to the ground, prone, uh, right in front of Koji. Good shot. All right. And then Everett will say again, Please don't make me do this to you. Early, you're up. All right. I'm going to... Do I need to relocate, or am I in a good place that I can... You can You can fire at him. Uh, he's laying on the ground. He's prone in front of Koji. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't think prone affects... I can't remember prone affects ranged. I know that you only get a bonus from prone if you're doing engaged like hand-to-hand -hand combat since we're cops do we have handcuffs on us like just i would imagine as a given okay yeah i would imagine i'm fine with that it seems pretty standard stuff uh he is right. as fake can attest and as lawton can attest fairly strong <laughs> all right arlie what are you doing all right so i will Arlie's going to be brave. She's going to move in kind of over him to shoot. I'm going to shoot down at him. Gonna... Yeah. Okay. Are you still, you still have the Sonic yep. on? Okay. I do. So it's a D12 and I'm going to take the last one. I will say because you're standing over top, since you time. specifically move, I will still, I will give you the advantage. I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be played. We'll have to check that later, but I think it makes sense. You're firing directly down on him. I have no problem with that being an advantage in this case. Okay. And what does advantage do for? Same thing. You're just like any other roll. You're rolling an extra one of the lower of the two die and you're taking the higher from that. 
Okay, so I will roll an extra d10 because I took the audience. Uh, so that is an 11 on my d12 and a 5 on my d8. So you've got two successes. Do you want to push to try to get more? Uh, <laughs> you have a critical it, effect. It, it would break me. Uh, well, I only have one only resolve. if you get a one. Only if you get a one. Right? Okay. Mm. See, the problem is, is we play all of the. I know. All I'm of pretty the sure pushing. If you push, if you push, and then you get uh, a unicorn, right? Because an alien, you take a stress. And, right. That's what uh, I was trying to figure out. Lands, like, is it automatically because you push? Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, no. You have Only to a ten percent chance on a D10. So you know. no, no. A, a replicant is they always suffer stress when pushing. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's right. She's yeah. a replicant. Okay. That's, okay. that's what I was... Okay. Okay. So you yeah. still got a crit. So you're still good. So your your base yeah. damage is one. You will do two yeah. damage to it, uh, okay. to him. Uh, and then you will also go ahead and roll that d6 for your crit effect. Okay. Another uh, one. Another one. You knock his teeth out again. <laughs> you, knock another, you keep knocking people's teeth out. All right. Oh, so goodness. Me... So Old teeth taker. Ones. Just. Yeah. He just looks up at you and he's just like, wake up. And you fire again and your teeth and his teeth just shatter. He gets dis disadvantage on manipulation rolls. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to convince us. Okay. It is his right? turn now. And he does have two targets. However, he really only has the one target uh, as he will on his turn uh, as a free action. Stand from prone. Yep. Uh, and then he will continue to try to attack Koji. Uh, so hand to hand free, again. Do we get free actions? Free attacks? I think only if he moves out of the space. I don't think if it's just, I don't think just from standing from prone, but someone can check that. I could be wrong on that. That is one of the bullet points. Is it? Does it say that if he stands up from prone, you get a free attack? Yeah, I remember reading it. Let me double check. Okay. Uh, so what I see at the start of your turn, if you yeah. turn, take a free action stand. Uh, they're also... You stand up next to an active and standing enemy at engaged range causes a free attack. Okay. Oh. Both of you then would get free attacks. Go right ahead. Uh, it's only if we play roll. that the other way earlier? This, has, this hasn't happened before. Okay. It's only if you fail the melee roll that we get the attack. Or the mobility roll, I mean. So I have to roll mobility as I'm getting up. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right. Here we go. Uh, I did, in fact, fail. I rolled a four and a two. He stands, uh, and the two of you can both take take hits. I would say it's probably not going to be a gunshot, though, I would think. I yeah, think just a melee attack. Yeah, a melee attack. Okay. So, Arlie, you can just roll hand-to-hand, -hand, uh, hit him with the butt of the gun or something like that. Okay. Would that be... Uh, yeah, okay. Just roll hand-to-hand. Hand-to-hand -hand. or force are the same for me. Got it. Yeah. So, they're they're still contested. These the hand Remember, close combats are contested. So, uh, roll two in a roll. Uh, first one will be against Arlie. That is a nine, so one Sec success. Second one, eight and six for two success against Koji. Uh, okay, uh, one success against Arlie, so nothing happens. It's a tie. Uh, one success against Koji, who had two successes, which means his hit goes through. So you do get your hit. Uh, what kind of do you have a melee weapon that you're using specifically? Are you just punching him? I think just my rings. Okay, or the butt of his whatever your gun handle, pistol handle. Yeah, just one yeah. damage. If you want to, I'm fine with pistol whipping. Uh, we can say pistol whipping is the equivalent of like a 
you know, like a brass knuckle. So I'll give him, I'll give him a two damage hit for that. That's fine. Uh, and he is okay. not looking good. <laughs> he is not looking good. How well, also, you can't, now it's his turn. Also, you can't defend uh, free attacks. Oh, well, if that's the case, why didn't you say that? Uh, so if that's the case, your two would have been a crit and Arley's one would have been successful. So I'm going to let the two of you describe how you beat this guy down as he tries to stand up. Because he's down now. So his his movement, as he tries to get up with the back of my pistol, I just whip him across the face and sort of set him back down and let Arlie finish the rest. He falls down. He tries to climb up once more, kind of grabs Arlie, and he's just like, you can see his teeth has been knocked out. His face is bleeding. You can see part of his head is just sort of caved in where the, the cheekbone has been just crushed by that swing that Koji's has had. And he just sort of spits the last bit of teeth and blood out onto you. Wake up. And then Arlie, how do you put him down? Uh, so Arlie is going to take the, the butt of her gun and she's just going to kind of go for, you know, kind of like the neck area. And that's where she's just going to, you know, kind of flip the gun over um, right on the neck. Crush down on him. You feel him kind of like give out. And he falls. I'm going to assume you guys weren't trying to kill him. Uh, and you're right, so close. Right. You're just hitting with. So we'll say, I think narratively, it makes sense just to say you've knocked him out. You've knocked him out cold. He's fallen. And we'll say combat is over. Whew. Faye oh. and Lawton are nearby. I'm going to rush over so, them. Yeah, so you rush over. Mr. First Aid. Go for it. Uh, probably get to Faye yeah. first and then Lawton. I can... I can go over to Lawton. Okay. Okay. Both of you roll your. And I have the tests. other one. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're the worst. Uh, one right. success. Oh, one success. That's good enough. So, uh, who are you healing? You're healing Lawton. Yes. Lawton, you're up with one health. Again. I got Koji. a nine, so it's success. Faye, you're also up. So both of you are up. Uh, I think. Arlie had a fatal wound. Did Faye or Lawton have fatal wounds? No, I didn't take a crit. Okay. Yeah, and Faye just, just got had teeth my teeth knocked out. Knocked out. Yeah. yeah. So it's really just Arlie that's got the that's got the fatal wound uh, in this. So you basically need to tend to her as she's bleeding out. So let's take a look at that before we. Uh, she we helped me, up. so I guess I'll try to help her. <laughs> I guess. Okay. I guess. So let's. Let's go through those rules really fast. So I think it's just, I just want to make sure because I know there's a healing role and then there's like the broken role. Yeah, it's I, stabilizing I, crits under recovering. Thank you very much. I'll bring that up. I've got like two different versions of this up. Uh, okay, so stabilizing, stabilizing crits. To stabilize a lethal crit, one or more medical aid rolls must be made. If you have any advanced medical gear, such as that found in a hospital or even just a surgeon's field kit, would give you advantage. If you are not broken, you can attempt to stave your, stabilize yourself, but with disadvantage. So Arlie, you can, since you're not broken, you conceivably could have done it, but it probably isn't the best choice. The medical aid rule takes the same amount of time to perform as the time limit of your critical injury. So one round or one shift. If the roll succeeds. The time limit of your crit is increased by one uh, category. So from round to shift. Uh, when a crit with a time limit of a shift is successfully treated, you no longer risk dying and you don't need to make any further death saves. If the medical, if the medical aid roll fails, et cetera, et cetera. 
Uh, you can try again, but only after another death soul death save has been made. Um, so, so yeah, bleeding of, gut is shift. Right. And so the death save you wouldn't have had to have done until after a shift. So you don't have to do it right now. So it's after the amount of time on the has passed. So go ahead and roll that medical aid roll. And we'll say that you're tending to her uh, while on the shift, basically. Yeah. So I've got a D10 and a D8. And I will take an audience die to make it 2d10. There are no audience die left. So oh, yeah. never mind. All right, Arlie, you're going to die. It's not my fault. <laughs> How'd you do? I rolled one success. Uh, I will not push because I also rolled a one and that would break me. One is enough. That's all you need. Uh, and so in this particular case, since you're just trying to stabilize... Uh, so if the roll succeeds, the time limit of your crit is increased by one category. When a crit with a time limit of a shift is successfully treated, you no longer risk dying. And so you are no longer at risk of dying, Arlie. And this so takes the rest of the shift to treat her, correct? Right. And so I would say, and just sort of, you can say that while you're doing this, I imagine the rest of you might look through some of you know their gear or what's on them, that kind of thing. Uh, and you might continue to look around. Uh, but I figure why don't we go ahead and end it here and we'll pick up on that next time. You might want to interrogate this guy at some point as well, finish looking around the factory, look through their things, but you have succeeded and you have killed the culprit and you have captured this accomplice maybe. Uh, so very, very good, uh, good night. I think for you all, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was brutal. <laughs> That's he's done. <laughs> he's stressed. He's chain smoking right now. He just took out two people and he's not feeling great about it. All right. So uh, we will do our questions off air. Uh, why don't we go ahead and do some plugs and then we will get out of here. So tomorrow, come back, hang out with us. We're going to be playing some more Wondering, episode 51. We're in Tharbad. We also have a very interesting surprise. We haven't been plugging it. It is a surprise. So we're going to keep it as a surprise. Did I mention there's a surprise? So there's a surprise tomorrow. So come hang out with We're us. We're very excited. We're very excited for it. Yeah, well. I also have a surprise for tomorrow. I'm sorry, what? What's your surprise? I also have a surprise for tomorrow. It's a surprise. Really? Oh my oh. goodness. The surprise is wow. I can't make it. I, I was going to tell you, but. Are you serious? No. <laughs> oh my God. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow. So surprising. So far, come hang out with us. We're playing Wondering. Monday, we are back to Call of Cthulhu. We are playing Horror on the Orient Express. We are in France, in Paris. Uh, very excited to continue with that game. And then Tuesday, Stephen, what do we got? Uh, yeah, I started the tradition this week of almost TPKing a party in Forbidden Lands. Uh, Jeff decided to follow it up with Blade Runner here. Uh, but the party is alive, but barely hanging on by a thread. And they've found some people that might be antagonistic, might be friendly. So we'll see how it goes next week. Sure. Gunk's actually in fairly decent condition, by the way, which is really funny. He didn't take any hits that whole fight. I just, I, <laughs> I kind of feel guilty because like Aaron almost died and I was just hanging on his back. But I did try to drag him to safety. So uh, I feel I did. You were too I busy did. rescuing everyone. Like I did. David, David Hasselhoff. Everyone that mattered. Uh, okay. <laughs> then, uh, next Friday, uh, as we're going to, we're going back to our alternating Fridays. Next Friday is going to be Conan and we'll be back to, uh, more Blade Runner in two weeks. Also go ahead and if you can go check out the YouTube channel, Adventures and Lollygagging, subscribe over there. We got all sorts of old games that we've been playing for the last few years. Come check that out. And we have plenty of podcast feeds up now as well. So search for Adventures and Lollygagging or Waking of Angmar or Lollygagging on the Orient Express. 
and you can find some audio versions of some of our streams. Uh, so what we're going to do now is we're going to raid our buddies over at Defenders of Cobalt. They're playing some Umerica. So uh, follow us, follow them, follow the raid, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.